Stand by for pre-show banter. Hello. Hello. How are you? Are you well? Yeah, how do you say? How do you say? Wagwan. Right. I, I was see flossing. I got this there. weird feeling near one of my teeth, and I was trying to see if it was something from lunch or just my imagination or what. Oh, here he is. Where is he? Is Hello? Hey. Ouch. What up, Duchess? Yeah. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thank you, Chinny. That's lovely. How are we? I'm good. Better How are you doing? Normally, not doing some weird noise. <laughs> I don't, you see, you see, I thought that was actually Ginny just making weird noises and realized it was. You see, 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 Let's start the motherfucking show. If anyone has any reason not to start the program, speak now or forever be silent. And away we go! Welcome y'all to the oh, it's Gamers. Juju, Ginny, and the fellas will tell you about every single game that you play this week. News, reviews, and an indie pick. After a hard day killing zombies, I kick back and listen to the Veteran Gamers podcast. Switch that console off before you have to press repeat. We ain't doing geometry. We try to play some games. Hello and welcome to episode 458 of the... Oh my god, that's such a scary face. What the hell is going on? Come on, what? focus. Finish your introduction. Well, don't Christ, alienate I'm... the audio. I know, I'm right? Sorry. Jesus, I'm what is sorry. wrong with you? Let's try it's this again. You. Okay, here we go. Okay. Let's start the motherfucking show, bitch. Oh, wait. Maybe I shouldn't play the whole yeah, song. Yeah, no, yeah, <laughs> I'll, I'll just do it now. Hello and welcome to the Veteran Gamers episode 458. Four, five, eight. We're feeling great. I'm Duke. I'm Stu. I'm Chinny. Yeah, you. Hey. We want Jelly Willy. We want Jelly Willy. So it's the week of what? The 14th of October. How is everybody doing this mid-October day? Fine. All right. I took a nap, yeah. so I got some energy now. Wow. How long was your nap? It was like an hour and a half. It was a good nap. I'm trying oh, something new good. on the stream. I don't know if you've seen the video. <laughs> it looks great. Yeah. But like, attention um, listeners, I've, it's a tiny little window in the middle of the blackness. It's it's. Uh, I think people are trying too much on graphics these days, and uh -huh. I've stripped it all back, and I've made the webcam the size of a like a postage stamp. It's simplicity. That's what works. In and I'm just in the middle of culture. darkness. Do you know what I mean? Do you know, uh -huh. actually, it's small enough that I can put like the pointer of the mouse cursor over your face, and it covers it pretty much up. It's like yeah. the Spinal Tap album cover. It's like, how much more black can it be? And the answer is like, none more black. Yep. Yeah. 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 I'm going to go ahead yeah. and describe what's going on on the screen at all times for the audio listeners. So you're welcome. This will be a one-time fun thing. It is. Yeah. I don't even know what to say anymore. There's I'm a little at cartoon oh, of us on the screen. Jesus Christ. Thank yeah. God for that. There's a Facebook icon and a Twitter icon and a Tumblr icon. No, that's the Twitter <laughs> okay. icon. I'm it's already a different Twitter icon. 
already uh yeah i don't know why there's two twitter icons my favorite time it's story time story story, story time Wait, can you either tell us the story of that or oh, we can move I'll, on to a different I'll tell you story what, right i got this story right oh where, yeah you know oh so i got up and then i went you know and then oh and then you know what i mean and then oh sounds like it's pretty exciting hey, extra life is starting soon that's not a story though that's a Fuck will con- that's a coming attraction Fuck off. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, Extra Life is coming uh, on the 3rd of November. 3rd the 3rd. Before you know it, it'll be like here. two weeks. It's only two weeks away. Oh, uh, I'm going so. to be doing summit. it with, summit, summit. with my brother. <laughs> You're going to be doing it with your brother? <laughs> uh, and the theme this year <laughs> is going to be... Ginger balls. Just the two of us. So everything's going to be co-op games Ooh. i see what you did there so we're gonna play co-op games together so nice. obviously i'm not the only person doing extra life we have a lot of people if you just google right if you go on google um yeah let me do it live on the stream do it live man do it live look While Chinny's putting that together, here's a little music. I see the crystal raindrops fall, and the beauty of it all is when the sun comes shining. We're gonna get fucked. Just turn it off. <laughs> Fuck me. I'm sick of these. That happens every week. Just get used to the. Yeah, what, 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 what's the upshot? You just delete them, right? I just get an annoying email. Well, right. what's the problem? Yeah, that's not. That's that's worth it for us but to produce a Eric, high quality Eric. multimedia experience. Eric. Attention, Eric. listeners. Eric. Now Eric. we're looking Eric. at a Google Eric. search screen. Eric. Eric, Eric, Eric. <laughs> Sometimes, right, they block the videos. Yeah. Well, that's a Stop more this. important consequence. Thank you for letting me know. And sometimes right. we get six of those in a single week. Fine. What if I just sing it? <laughs> yeah. No. That, that well, I'm, well, I'm going to type it in. So I've got. I'm on just Google the now. two of us. Oh, we can make it if we try. My God. I think we'll just say the copyright claim. So this is Google. Uh, so if you type in anything, you know, big black, uh, I won't finish that. But anyway, um, power movement organizations. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was yeah. going to type. So you know, if you type into Google VG Hub. Um, wait a minute! Wait, wait, wait! Stop! 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 Chinny, do you mean to tell us that when you open a new tab, Google itself is what comes up? Yeah. What are you nuts? How do you not have something else on your new tab button? Yeah. Hey, do you know, there's, there was this one time when I was searching for the British Broadcasting Corporation, I got something totally different. Yes, all right. Big black cock. <laughs> um, Stu, what's on your new tab button? Oh, my God. I don't know. Let me have a look. What do you mean you don't know? How do you Google, not know? What is Google's wrong with you people? It's like y'all act what? like the internet just came about last year. <laughs> what, what the what hell? What do you have on your new tab? Google News. Fuck the news. Have you read what? the news? It's depressing. <laughs> hey, man, right. there is no excuse for turning away from the realities of our world. Colette said, look at that which pleases you for a long time yeah, and that well, which displeases you for a longer time. Man. Uh, we are now looking at the results from what Chinny typed in, which was VW Hub Extra Life, which is a group of auto enthusiasts no, no, playing video said, games. Did you mean VW Hub? But no, no. VG Hub, first link no, right. takes you to the Extra Life org page nice and then you go to our vg hub join the team and you can see so far our goal is ten thousand dollars and we have one thousand four hundred and fifteen that's a good start how much did we raise last here. year 
We raised, uh, I don't 25 know. 25 pence, I think it was. I think was. it was, no, I think it was about six grand last year. All so right. we, we're reaching. So you're setting we're the bar higher. So, you know, and if you click on the roster, you'll be able to see all the members of the team. The captain, of course, is Gary D. Felice over there. And Yay, Gary! Um, and uh, Greg DeLacy, uh, they've already raised, Gary's raised $520 uh, because he's a criminal. And a Greg, smooth criminal. Yeah, uh, has already raised 380 because he's a whore. And he, uh, yeah, Daniel Knapman, um, $200. Gary Levers in there. Uh, you know, there's money on the board. In fact, me and Pete are the only people that don't have cash in our extra life bank accounts. Right? <laughs> so, for all the people that listen to this show and they go, hey, guys, I love this show. I want to give back. How do I give you money? And we say, this we don't take do money. It. We don't take money. We don't want money for this show. But hey, this is your Look, chance speak for to yourself, do it. man. This, this is, is how you do it. Or you could just stop listening because it's a piece of shit because everybody interrupts me this all the time. Piece of uh, shit. So piece of shit. Donate if you want to donate um, it, to me or Pete or anybody else on the on the VG Hub team. Um, Pete's doing some fundraising himself. Uh, I think he's doing some swimming or something. So that's, that's it. VG Hub, Extra Life, and you'll find us and just donate. I will be streaming as usual. The As whole usual. 24 hours. And it's lit. Chinny doesn't do like boring just him there. He's got people coming he and going. He wears lit. silly hats. In the past, yep. he's Ta- had people coming on and like, you know, guest starring. His brother Tara. was sleeping on the floor at one point, I think. That's right. Tara yeah. always likes to throw a bit of a party every yeah, extra party. life. So um, uh, she puts like food on and she makes sure that I'm fed and yeah, it's a good time. We never so. do just one thing around here, people. Like for instance, during the podcast today, I'm folding my laundry and then I'm going to pay some bills. Brilliant. There's always uh, so more than one thing to all see I when want you come to by. Say. Okay, can, can we just nip it in the bud with the interrupting? Jesus what? Christ. I feel like a teacher. Duke's the teacher. <laughs> Welcome teacher. to my life. Teacher. Who are you teaching? Right, I'm done with the extra life spiel. Uh, donate, you fucking selfish fucks. Uh, <laughs> done. That's my story time over. Right. No, fuck that shit, man. Ah, oh, crap. So, Dungeons so. and Dragons, people. Oh. oh, yeah, that's right. Stu played Dungeons and Dragons this past week, and we're going to hear all about his exciting adventures. So, First of all, what kind of character do you have? Uh, a cleric. A cleric. You're a healer. Yeah, healer. But do some magic shit, you know, because I don't want to just be doing like, you know, eating stuff with a sword. Well, I want what to, kind of magic know, are you doing though? I don't know. What do you mean you here's don't know? Thing. Didn't you just play this? Well, here's the thing. <gasps> so, so we were meant to be playing on Saturday, and then it didn't happen. The end. And no, it kind of, kind of. Well, I can't just tell that story. I got to go on for 20 minutes about how it didn't happen. And it's going to involve going to the bathroom at some point. So Millie decided to get the norovirus, we think. Oh, I'm sorry. So that's no fun. He, on Friday night, started obviously late on Friday night, spewing up and did till about six o'clock the following morning. I'm sorry. That sucks. She's so so selfish. I know. I know. And obviously guys decided maybe not a good idea to risk getting sick by coming here in case obviously it's like spreadable i've been That's keeping well clear of it you know 
Yeah. Jeez, yeah. I, I don't want to be spewing up anywhere. Um, so it didn't happen. So so it's been postponed. But that being said, I have been doing a lot of reading of rules and dice rolls and freak me this game's complicated yes that's what makes it interesting is that there's rules upon rules upon rules it's like it's even like right because i was going to be the dungeon master because you like balked out and said you wouldn't do it right so then we asked phil you know phil fee because he's big into this he's played this game before he knows what's to what yeah uh but but he was on a cruise in the canary Uh islands so so that didn't happen so so, he could have done it from the cruise ship. I guess. All right, you I see guess. a uh, fish in front of you, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. So I was going to be the DM, right? I've got yeah. this starter pack. It comes yeah, with slide into the DMs. <laughs> exactly. uh, it comes with a ready-made adventure, so like, yes. it, it like, goes you through. Uh-huh. Like, uh, yeah, I like when so it goes you through it. Well, I guide you through it. I right. don't know. You know what I mean. <laughs> I know what you mean. You know what I mean. I know. Uh, so he guides you through, but it's meant to be for four to six players. Well, there oh, were only boy. two of them and me, yeah. you see. So this might be a problem. Well, whatever. No... You can adjust it on the fly. Well, what, it, what I read up, it said just like don't have as many monsters or something. Yeah, you know, there's always a easy. contingency plan. Yeah. You have, to, you have to be able to think on your feet if you're going to be a good DM, yo. Well, it was even right. I'm reading like the rules and stuff, and it says like... You have, what's this like check roll or whatever the hell it's called? Where you anything do, like, you do. Look, here's the thing: when you live your life, there are certain things that will happen because of luck. There will be certain things that happen because you're smart, because you're quick on your feet, because you're strong. And so, in the Dungeons and Dragons world, in order to figure out those things, you need a random number generator (RNG). You may have heard that term in association with video games. So, when you play The Witcher, for instance, and you attack a monster. It's rolling dice behind the scenes to see how well you did. And it, we just don't see that stuff coming up in terms of the random numbers being compared. But there's always, you know, like when you have a sword that has a chance to poison the enemy. It's not going to poison the enemy every time. But there's a chance it will poison the enemy. You have a, a protection. So those that's what the dice rolls are. That's what the saving throws are. Somebody casts, you know... Uh, upset stomach on you you have a third you know you have to a saving throw to see if you're going to get an upset stomach when the duchess grows broccoli she has a saving throw to see how much broccoli she's going to harvest in this case it's two little cute nubbins (laughs) thank you duchess okay and that's the story of saving throws no, but there's not saving, but there's this check throw that you have to do if someone's like searching a drawer. What's Same that? Same idea. You check to see how much is in there. If there's three gold pieces or twenty gold pieces, or whatever. It's the same. Yeah. It's it's a way of randomizing the experience. But then there's all this right. Okay, I'm like I'm gonna get into it. I guess when we I start guess you are. Go, go ahead. When we have a go at this, you're lucky. But you have a friendly, there's... helpful guide here for you. Exactly, but yeah. you've got to really. Apparently, you've got to really listen to what people is because if they don't say, "I search the drawer." Yeah, exactly. Right. People need to be specific when they're role playing. That's the whole role playing element of it. Listen to the adventure zone. I'm telling you, this is a funny podcast. You'll like I need it. To, I need to have a listen to this because I'm. Re- you know, I was reading through all this stuff again. I'm really gonna have no idea what I'm supposed to be doing. But it's part of the fun is learning as you go. Like that's part of it. Because, like, you know, I've got to put on the voices for the monsters. And you like the doing voices? Barking. What are you talking about? You do I voices know. Well, I think I'll be all right. I think I'll, I think I'll be fine. It'll be fine. It'll be great. You're going to fall in love with it, and then every week you're going to come back and go, oh, and now they're going to go into the caves of madness. Stu, can you give me, like, a, like an old monster voice? 
Okay, old monster voice. Well, do you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna rely on sort of cinema tropes for a monster voice, which is that's okay. all right. How's it going? I'm going to kick your ass. That's so fine. It's that's like a cockney monster. Yeah. So that's that's, like an that's what they all do. Yeah, why not? Go for happens. it. And by the way, on the screen we have two people, uh, Society for Creative Anachronism, Arby. fighting in a field. Yeah. Yeah. So look, right. I'm gonna have a go. We're, we're hopefully rearranging it for this week, so okay. it could be Thursday night now. Well, so we're luck. looking at Thursday night to sort it out. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have and fun. then we're, we're gonna get into this thing and do it. Play some D and D, man, and totally nerd yeah. out. Yeah. In the playing. In the. Uh, okay. <laughs> Sorry, I want to get to this. I know yeah. you do. Not everybody's excited to hear every nanosecond well, of this. People might be low. Look, some nerds out there are listening to the what, show now. What were you going to say, Chinny? I've always wanted to go. Chinny, what, what were you going to say? Uh, pay to win now, and the chat says, my wife and I role play. Yeah, I don't think he's talking <laughs> about <laughs> What is it, like D&D? No, it's like um, future science fiction S- role play, probably. S&D, maybe. Ah. Um... Yeah, so yeah, I'm gonna get into it. I'll let you know how it goes next week because I'm sure you're thinking about I playing. I didn't, I didn't, Stu, I didn't sit here thinking. Oh, I hope Stu tells me next week because <laughs> I, I know you will. I bet you were. I bet you were real. Stu so, doesn't take a we, dump without do, telling us about it. That's true. We do move on, what are the best characters for a beginner to play as? Fighter, mage, cleric. See, is a mage a good thing because I'm yes. a bit complicated? It can be, but any character type, any class has its things you need to learn about. And with the mage, one of the things that people get frustrated about with D&D most often is that they're not powerful enough. Well, as soon as you start casting magic missiles, you can feel the power coursing through your fingertips. Literally. But in the case Jesus of D&D, Christ. it's figuratively. So... So the, is there a cleric, a mage, and a wizard? I'm confused now. No, the mage and wizard are the same thing. Over. Okay, over. moving on. I played the theme <laughs> for what you've been playing. Who's starting? I don't know. Uh, Chitty. Go you ahead, can Chitty. Start. I don't know. Go obviously for it. impatient. A bit of Spider-Man. Swing it through town like the neighborhood Spider-Man. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. <laughs> well, is that it? I played a bit of it. Okay. Fucking you have nothing to say about this game you played a lot about? It's good. Yeah. Okay. I last week. <laughs> hey, do you like Spider-Man? Yeah. I guess. Yeah. You, you want to yeah. you want to play it? Yeah. Can I, I come over it and play then. it now? Fucking okay. good. It's it's a very video game video game. Yes. It doesn't do anything new. That's fine. But everything it does is polished. Sweet. So can everyone come round to your gaff to play Spider-Man then? Is that what you're telling just you know how open and friendly Chino always is? Come mm-hmm. on around. Mm-hmm. Yeah, come uh, yeah. No, I don't have anything else to say. It's great. Okay, your next game then. Go Move quickly to a game you do have something to say about. He hasn't, he hasn't played anything That's else. It. Oh, really? Read oh, the wow. show notes, I put fuck all. I don't look at the show yeah, notes. Not. So why, why is this? So why, is there a particular reason why you've not played Sod All? I've had a very, very busy week. This oh, week. should I say have played Sod All? Because that was a double negative, so that didn't work. <sighs> Thank God you clarified that. I know, yeah. especially when there's an English teacher on the podcast. Uh, it's been a busy week. So, right, okay. All right, my uh, turn. Duke, yeah. Your turn. Right, my turn. Um, I played some more Rocket League. What, what? But I don't really have anything to say about that. Um, but I've been playing Delete, which is, I think I've talked about this before at some point, maybe, a little bit. 
It's a puzzle game, kind of like Minesweeper, kind of like Hex Cells. If you like Minesweeper, you like Hex Cells, you like trying to figure out where the... I mean, in Minesweeper, it's bombs. In Hex Cells, it's numbers. Or it's like... I don't know what they are in Hex Cells. But anyway, so the point is you have... In Hex you know Minesweeper, right? You get numbers. You have to use the numbers to figure out where the bombs are in the grid. Where the bombs are. Right. Well, this is... Chini knew what the hell you were talking about. I had no clue. Well, I'm telling you now. So the point is that this game is basically like Minesweeper in three dimensions. So you have a grid, uh, you have a a cube, system of cubes, and I'm going to chop you up into little cubes. And you have to figure out where the, you know, they're basically red. uh, You know, you're going to make them red when you identify them. And you have buttons sometimes that will collapse or expand things. And you have... Um, you know, sometimes it'll rotate stuff or you'll have, okay, so usually it'll say like, if you have a zero, when you push that button, the, the zero number, it'll show you, it'll light up squares around you that are, those are all the squares in which there are no bombs. And then if you have a one, the squares around it are the ones that, uh, there's one bomb in those squares around it. And occasionally you'll have them with, um, uh, on the corners and it'll say in these corners you, you have, you know, either one, two, three, four, five bombs nearby i guess you couldn't have five nearby for a corner piece but and that's sometimes you have on the side so it's just a long you know it's in a directional arrow thing it's very interesting it's very uh it it fills the niche it scratches that itch for you know puzzle stuff i can do one of these feel satisfied and then go play something else it's a really well-made game it's very polished the aesthetics are lovely sounds good music i think i turned off the music but it's uh yeah it's great i like it yeah, I'm looking at this. I don't, I don't think I know what to do. Well, it takes some practice, but the early st- you know, it does a very good job of walking you through it. So when you first turn it on, it's you know, it's a it's a very simple puzzle that there's only it's obvious what the answer is. You know, you have I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's basically there's two squares on the grid. One of them has a one, and the other one is yellow. And then when you press the one, it'll light up the yellow one, and then you're supposed to right click the yellow one to indicate that that's where the bomb is, and then you solve that puzzle. So, I mean, there's a guy on screen here trying to get every, everything to zero, because that's what yes, it looks like. Yes, exactly. You want everything to get to zero. Because as soon as you have a zero, see, a zero is magic. As soon as you see a zero, you get happy, because it means that if there's no little arrows or corner pieces around it, then all the squares surrounding that zero do not have bombs in them. And therefore, you can left-click on them, and it will reveal a number underneath. And then you can click that to figure out, okay, in the surrounding boxes around this, there are three. And then you have to try to figure out, okay, which are the three. So what? So what represents a bomb then? The red boxes are the bombs. Okay. Wow. So you see on the left side there, he well, I guess there's a delay in the stream, but you know he had just clicked the two, and there were two lights that came on near it. Yeah. You click a one. There's one light near it, and then you you turn that red. So anyway, whatever. It's it's kind of boring to describe it, and it's you know it's not a game for everyone. But for those of you who like a little puzzleness here and there, it's a good game to play. The end. There you go, Stu. Wow. Talk about a game. Yeah, I'm going to talk about a game because I went around to my mate, my mate's house, who has the HTC Vive. Ooh. And yeah, he's he's bought a game called Beat Saber. Ooh, this is like which. Like a yeah. m- melody game for VR. 
it is a melody game for VR, but it also has lightsabers, of course, yeah. because that's why it's called Beat Saber. Yeah. Um, now, this is this was shown at EGX on the uh, PlayStation VR, so that's all the Sony VR or whatever. Uh, that's what it was shown on. And I t- here's the thing, right? It's it's a really really good game, but. I can't imagine playing this on Sony VR as opposed to HTC Vive. Is it really that different? Gameplay-wise, no. Okay. But track-wise, yes. Oh. Because on obviously on the Sony, you're stuck with the stock songs that come with the game. Ah, this one lets you get into your game library or your music library. Not going to know. I mean, not that they're bad. You know, no, the, the, you know, these songs are fine and they've they sort of got good beats and stuff like that. But they're not something you know, if you know what I mean. I know. Whereas on HTC, on the old Steam, you can get a mod which allows you to download licensed songs, which probably is a little bit illegal, I guess. You know what they need to do? They need to link these games up with Spotify. Once they link these with Spotify, it's going to change the game. It is, but somebody has to spend the time mapping all of the you know where you know have i know to but, but, but once you put it out i mean look look at wikipedia look at uh uh what's the uh antonio what's the rock band game for free that where you have guitar hero for free it, yes lovely carrots thank you duchess the anyway the point is people do that work if there's a good reason to do it for they'll do it for free Oh, yeah, all of these, you know, the people who've mapped, and there's loads of them that have mapped all these songs onto yeah. this, for, you know, so on the mod. There's yeah. loads of them, so people spend ages doing it. Yeah, all we need uh, to do is and, link it to Spotify. Exactly. Well, I agree. But the pro- that's that's my biggest issue, I think, because I think there's about, there's not a ton, I think there's about 12 songs that come with it. Yes. So that's what you get. They're all done by, and as you can see, this guy's playing Gangnam Style, by the way, which I played, which which looks Let like. Let me put Gangnam the audio Style on. Oh wait, no, I don't want Chinny to have to get an email. Oh yeah, right. yeah, you yeah. were desperate to play it then. Uh, but yeah, this is and it's Hey, well sexy lady. I'll just sing it. No. And you yeah, can see him doing it. You can see it makes you do it. Yes, um, that's how these games work. They make you do yeah, it. Yeah, but this, is, but obviously this has been created by just a random person who's who's modded the song. But he's obviously given some thought to how you would have to move to make it look like you were doing it. Yes. And, uh, you know, it's very clever mapping. Some of them were better than others. Some, obviously, people had taken time and thought about how it would look when you were dancing around. And I'll tell you what, boy, oh, boy, you burned some calories playing this game. Well, yeah, that's the best thing about it. I remember burning calories playing Rock Band, as strange as that might seem. Especially drumming. Yeah. I used to get into it with the drumming. Yeah. Well, this is kind of similar. And it's it's very accurate. It you know it knows exactly where you're swiping. It, it scores you for getting in the middle of the cube. So it's really that precise. And is the experience um, that different when it's VR compared to like playing Rock Band back in the day? I mean, you get oh, yeah, big lightsabers. Because you've got lightsabers, obviously, when you look down in your hands. Okay. And obviously, it's all in three. It's like you're in the environment. Hitting I mean, three. I... Well, I, I mean, Something I, I, I can see it being fun, uh, novel for a little bit, but then I would imagine, like, okay. Uh. I'll tell you something I've learned about Stu. He loves a gimmick, doesn't he? Yeah. I do love a gimmick. So that's the thing. I think he it would be a fun gimmick. gimmick for a little bit. It would wear off very quickly for me. Uh, I don't he think loves it does. Gimmick. I, think, I think the fact that... I think it would on the on the Sony just because of the lack of songs. 
So I think you'd soon get bored of just playing the same songs over and over again. And yeah, you get better and you'd obviously play on different difficulty levels and all that kind of stuff. And he does go a bit crazy. Um, but I think obviously with the HTC and the fact that they had, I mean, there was so many licensed songs, like loads of them. So you'd always have something new to try or a different song to play or your favorite song or whatever. Um, and I think, like I say, I think it works really, really well. The accuracy was great. And it was it. just a lot of fun to play. I've topped in the hardest song on Beat Saber. I don't know what song it is, but... Oh, but honestly, the uh, obviously Stevie, who's got the HTC, he's been playing this quite a lot, and he can play quite a few songs on hard. And I've got to say, reaction time has got to be quick. And what he does, it, what he kind of does as well, it... Tricky switchy stuff over, so you've got to cross your arms over and all this kind of stuff, and it it just goes totally crazy. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and the, sometimes the notes come towards you and then switch the direction mm. as they're sort of spawning on the screen just to throw you even more. Yeah, I would like to try it. It's good. Um, yeah, really, but, really good. You know, it's it's a gimmick. It well. It, it is. is a gimmick. It, Don't be silly. It I mean, that's I fine. Like, if that's what works for you, go for it. But I Probably think I would be bored with it. Really solid. It's, you say it's a gimmick, but the gameplay is solid. So it's a gameplay with a solid gimmick. Yeah, I don't know Rock, why. Rock Band is a gimmick. I'm not saying it's bad. I just yeah, know. but there's no peripherals. A good thing about it, apart from sticking the headset. There is. On. Well, is except the $700 peripheral you need to buy the yeah. fucking headset. Yeah, but that works. Yeah, that's perfect. not really a peripheral. Yeah, it's not it like <laughs> it's not. Yes, but it's not just specifically for this game. No, Rock Band is just for Rock Band. That's or true. Guitar Hero, or whatever. Yes, this true. is for every game you play. There's no right. additional equipment. Like, you, here, it's very VR. important that we argue about this point here. Wait, I got the sound clip for it and everything. You are technically correct. The best kind correct. of correct. I am correct because that's that's a stupid comment because it's not. Because of VR, it's just a game for The best VR. thing to do when you are correct is to keep making the point over and over again. Exactly. I rather than moving sure on to something else. Yeah, so anyway, it's good. So totally, if you've got an HTC Vive, I'm assuming it's out for Oculus as well. Sony, I don't know, get it for it, I guess. But it's Give it a not, try maybe before you buy. Yeah, you're not going to get the same experience, and that's the, the biggest. It's a good game, though. Mm. And as long as it's accurate on the on the PlayStation VR, I guess it'll be all right. Hey, we have a listener who's crazy into VR, right? Write in and tell us about it. Do you agree with Stu? Yeah, it's good. It's good. It's a I solid want somebody to just email in and go. Yes. 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 Dear veteran yeah. gamers, I yes. Agree. So yeah, Beat Saber. You know, you've got one. Buy it. It's definitely worth it. Get you have it to done. make the same point three times before you move on. Yeah, <laughs> we do. Move on, right. Uh, Chitty, oh, no, you've not played no, anything. No, anything. Back, back to Duke. Oh, yeah. Duke. I'm going to go ahead and finish up with all the other ones I have to talk about. So, first, there's Skyrim. And I've been doing a playthrough for a while. I actually stuck with this one for a while. Usually, there's something that comes along, and I'm like, I want to start a new playthrough. But then I realized that every time you start a new playthrough, you have to go through that stuff with the dragon, the the gray beards, and it just takes forever. And now I'm like, I don't want to ever do that again. So I'm just going to stick with this character forever. I'm and sure there's a mod for that. Yeah, there probably is, but whatever. Anyway, the point is that I got a new mod. Speaking of mods, uh, someone mentioned this morning, they were like, I started a new playthrough, I can't stop laughing. And the reason is because they got this mod called Big Heads. And on the screen, it's I wish you could see it, audio listeners. Go find Big Heads Skyrim mod and have a look because it's very funny. It basic, It's exactly what it says on the tin. Oh They've my god, made... does the dragon have a beard? Yeah. Yes. 
Oh my god. Yes. I need to skip ahead. It's awesome. Every monster has a larger head. Now, here's the problem. This mod is for the original Skyrim, and they made a version for the Skyrim Special Edition, except it doesn't make the heads as big. So it's cute and it's fun, but it's not as cute. It's not as fun as the original. And apparently there's a way to adapt your mods to from the old one to the new one. You can like basically import them, but it takes a lot of work. So I haven't really messed around with it. But it's really cute and it's really fun. And it makes them look like bobbleheads. You can see the dragon's got an enormous head. It doesn't look that even big the, on the dragon. Even the decapitated head's enormous. Yeah, exactly. So I added that to the game, and it's made it, you know, just a little more interesting. The dog has a very big head, which is good because my really dog has uh, a very big head. The dragon doesn't have a big head. Yeah, it doesn't. I really think you're, uh, you're reaching there with Skyrim. <laughs> no, it's just because uh, the gameplay, yeah. it doesn't affect the gameplay in any way. It's still fun. I know. It's just that, you I know, know. but you're just putting big heads on everything. <laughs> I am. It's true. <laughs> but it's fun. It's a, that's, I mean, that's different same. enough for you to play it again. Oh well, I'm not God. starting a new playthrough. I'm just, you know, continuing the one that I had. And, you know, I got I did the Star of Azura, which I haven't done in a while. And I'm, uh, you know, going after Red Bane's legend. And, uh, you know, it's just there's so much to do in Skyrim. I never get bored of it. Yeah. It's such a great game. With or without a big head. And... I'll tell you this. This is this has been what has made the game more interesting lately. Is there is a mod that I've used called Ordinator, which changes the perk system completely. So, for instance, you don't just specialize in destruction magic, which is lightning, fire, ice, etc. But you have entire like lines within destruction magic of how you can make your shock spells. Better and better and better. So I've been doing that. So now when I shock somebody, it lifts them in the air. Ooh. Yeah. So it's yeah. things like that. And like, you know, bows and arrows, if you strike an enemy with full health, it does more damage. If you strike somebody from a long distance, then you can shoot arrows more quickly. Like it really does, you know, the speech patterns, uh, there's a, a something in the speech path where you take out a drum and you start playing a song and everybody starts dancing. And I mean, it's stupid, but it's again, it's a way of doing the game totally a little different. Stupid. Well, you don't have to play it, but the point is that it gives you dumb <laughs> options and it gives you cool options. I guess I just feel like, uh, how much more Skyrim can you really play? And uh, forever, sort of like just... I, I totally. I mean, at least until the next Elder Scrolls comes along or Fallout seventy six, which is what two weeks away, one week away. Mm -hmm. hey, we, we had the teaser trailer for uh, the new Elder Scrolls game, didn't we? A mountain. Right. Let's not forget it. So anyway, that's oh, Skyrim. Cool. It's awesome. I love it. I can't get enough of it. Big heads. Big um, heads. I finished complicated skill trees. Right. Uh. Complicated skill trees. Ordinator is a good mod. Uh, here, wait. What's this thing? Right. Let's play. Guess the game that Chini's played Still and Duke. finished this ah. week. I don't remember my name. Um, I finished that game I <laughs> talked about last week. Oh, all right, okay. Which was uh, that game? Goro uh, Goa. Goro Goa, the, yes. the painting oh, game. Oh, Thomas the Tank Engine. Uh, yeah, it's beautifully animated, very well done. I, I, I only had like a half an hour left after I stopped off last time. So, uh, you know, the, the thing I think the game d makes a good choice in terms of not bothering with a story. You know, a lot of games like this will have a story and it'll make you sit through 
a story for no real reason, you know. Very rarely yeah. in these puzzle games does the story help the experience much. So I think they did a very good job in leaving the story to an absolute minimum. Like, there's really no story to bother speaking that really of. makes me want to play it now <laughs> <laughs> yeah and there's no writing that i can see oh, well right God. there is no writing I it's a tr- it's an international game which is good and you you don't need a story that's the point like it, it gives you hints at people's lives but you don't need a full story to flesh it out it's enough to just get these hints less is more as they say so yeah. i i really liked it big thumbs up for gorogoa uh it's cheap it's short but it's it's you know it's it's like limbo in that it's not about the time you spend on it it's about the quality of that time. I assume you're playing this on Steam, are you? Not on am, your phone or whatever. I'm playing it on Steam. I played yeah. it on Steam, and when I got done playing it, they said, "Oh, the original 2012 demo is now available from the menu." And I was like, "Oh, that's curious. I want to see it." It's basically the first part of the game with a couple of things that were different. And, uh, yeah, so whatever. I just thought that was kind of cool, you know, see what, where it, how it evolved from back then till now. A little bit of extra there for A little bit you. of extra behind that. I would love to have a uh, developer's commentary on this game. That would be really cool. Yeah. I think that should be a thing that know. happens more often. I don't think I've ever really listened to one, to be fair. You didn't listen to the Portal one or the Portal 2? Nope. Oh, I listened to uh, Half-Life 2, uh, Half-Life 2, Episode 1, Episode 2. Left for Dead, Portal, Portal Two, Tomb Raider Anniversary. Yep. I'm yeah. very interested. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I should do that. I've never done what that. Very interesting. Yeah, they can be. I mean, it depends on who's doing them, obviously. I love the director's commentary on like DVDs. That's the one thing I miss about all this streaming yeah, business. I hear you. Yeah, you don't get them anymore. Yeah. Um, yeah, can I can I ask on the on the Half Life Two? Is that Gabe? Then is he involved, or is it just the no, developers? No, no. Yeah, Gabe's on a couple of them. Yeah. Oh really? I don't remember that. He puts his email on there as well. So wow. Just send me an email. Dude, dude, Gabe is a man of the people. And speaking of Portal, I don't remember why, but I recently decided I needed to do another run through of Portal and Portal Two. Oh, wow. So, oh yeah, I know why. Because I was looking through. I don't remember how it came up. It might have been. I think it was Facebook saying, "Hey, you posted this seven years ago or whatever," and it was that first thing I made in Minecraft, which was an homage to Portal Two, the enormous circular me- uh, concrete door that lifts up, and it's a tiny little door underneath, right? So I had made okay. a version of that in Minecraft when I first started playing it for real, and uh, yeah. So anyway, I saw that and I was like, oh, dude, it's time for another playthrough. And, there, you know, what can we say about Portal that hasn't been said already? Obviously, it's wonderful. Uh, but the writing in Portal 2 is so good. The performances are good, but I just, this time around, I'm noticing the writing and it's just like, it's so well done. So when you say the writing, you're not just talking about um, Stephen Merchant's Stephen character. Stephen Merchant, the woman who plays Gladys, like the the, it's just it's constructed very in terms of like okay, when she talks about, um, oh I need to clean out the tubes that the companion crates move through, there's going to be some garbage filling up these crates or filling up the tubes. And then she comes back later and she's like, you know what I was saying about garbage sitting around being useless? I was talking about you. I had to s- make sure the metaphor was clear, which is why I had to call you garbage again just now. 
I yeah. hope you understand. So it's just that sort of snarkiness, like writing that in dialogue can be really tough, and they did a very good yeah. job of it. So. Yeah. Thumbs up. Yeah, I mean, Portal 2, as, as we all know, and we've yeah. said this many, many times, is one yeah. of the best games ever made. Yeah. And like, I did, go on, Duke, it surprised me how much of Wheatley's dialogue I continue to laugh at even now. This is like my fifth mm. playthrough. But like when he's talking about, you know, I was in charge of the humans. They're so smelly. I, I mean, you know, humans, oh, yeah, they're wonderful. Uh, you know, great humans. Yeah. Like that sort of thing is just, it just makes me lull every time. Yeah. I think uh, I think it's easy to forget how good a game is sometimes. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember when I played Portal 2, it's the, after finishing it, I did something that I don't do very often, uh, is I play it immediately again. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I did two run-throughs of the game in like a week. Yeah. Um, and then I did it, I think I played it a third time, probably about six months later. And you just kind of forget how good of a game is. Yeah. And, you know, that's why, I mean, it's a bit close for me to play Red Dead 1 now, but, like, I do sort of want to go back to it. Yeah. Um, but it's it's just, yeah, I was gushing at this game, Duke, well, when yeah. it came out. I was absolutely loving it. I remember uh, I buying the copy for my Xbox 360 during my planning period one day, and then in the hall all day long I was showing students, like, ah, look what I got, look what I got. It's like the pettiest thing I've ever done as a teacher. Yeah, I can imagine you yeah. doing that. Yep. Well, I did it. Imagine that. You're just so petty. So that's what I've been playing. Yeah, I, I started the co-op bit with, with Millie. You know, I started playing the co-op campaign on it. I tried to get the but, Duchess to do that one time. She wasn't having it. Three dimensions. Yeah, Mil- she just doesn't do three dimensions. That's the way it is. We got through quite a lot, but it got to a point where I was kind of... I just ended up telling Millie what to do, but she couldn't understand why we were doing it. And I think it gets a bit tricky at that point, doesn't Chini, it? Chini, how much you want to bet it was like three seconds before he started? Hey, no, no. Click on that. Move over to that thing. <laughs> no, no, it wasn't. We were we were quite a few chapters in, you know, because it's, it's set up in different levels, isn't it? Areas that have so many puzzles in each area. Chapters, um, even. Yeah, is it chapters? I don't know where it's yes, chapters it's in the both. co-op, though, is it? Yes, it is chapters. chapters. It says chapter... Remember, because she goes, uh-oh, this is the part where he kills us. And then it says chapter seven, the part where he kills you. No, but is that in the co-op missions? Oh, not in the co-op. I guess there is no chapters in the co-op. Maybe. No, I'm talking co-op. There's levels. I wasn't listening to what you said. Levels. I yeah, know, you fine, don't. levels. Let's really okay. break it down, how the game <laughs> divides itself. Know, yeah. But anyway, yeah, it got to a point where... She was finding it very difficult to understand what we were doing stuff for, and maybe her mind just doesn't work that way. Or maybe you didn't explain it very well. Did you set uh, it up at all? No, because we'd, we'd done a lot of puzzles coming up to that point when it started to go a bit, not haywire as such, but she just started to struggle to understand what... what like, once I told her what to do, she just did it, but then she, even once we'd done it, couldn't understand what we'd just done. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, I mean, look, but, but I mean, if you haven't played Portal 1 and you haven't played a lot of video games in your life, I can see it being weird because it's a thing that doesn't exist in real life. So I, I can understand having difficulty relating to this thing that's going on. Yeah, maybe we need to give it another go because we got quite a far way in and then... See if she has any stopped. luck with the first, like, maybe not the first game, but the single player. Give her, let her try around, playing around with that a little bit because that might be an easier way to ease her into it. Because I have a feeling the co-op mode would be really confusing if you've never played any Portal before. 
Yeah, she played a little bit of the of the single player campaign, so she had an idea of what were what, you know what I mean, and how things worked. Was this right when the game came out? No, no, this is a long time afterwards. Okay, well, I don't know. So this was like, so probably only maybe a couple of years ago. Yeah, it may be worth giving it a shot again, I don't know. Maybe we need to give it another shot and yeah. see if she, you know, because she's, she's probably more science orientated now, so maybe has a better idea. I don't know if that makes a big difference, but, you know, you know, have a better physics. understanding of just spatial relationships mm-hmm. and hypothetical thinking. That's, I think, the key to that game. Oh, yeah, for sure, for sure. I just uh, shoot holes in walls. Yeah. Shoot holes in walls. Uh, yeah, I have been playing. I've been playing another game because are you, are you done? I'm done. I've it? been done. I'm Duke? all done. That's me done. Done, done, um, done. Yeah, I'll get the little game out of the way first. And got a I'll little game, huh? The, I got a little game called Morphe. Morphe. Yeah. Do you know what? I've. <laughs> I think I've finally come to the realization that sometimes weird and shit doesn't always mean good. Oh, you don't say. I know. I know. Finally, I know. it took long enough. We Hooray! Oh, look, my slow clap show. exhibitor is we still just... working, so that's good. Uh, this whole show was just to make Stu realize that. Never We're done. Thanks for listening, everybody. This is the last Veteran Gamers. We've reached our goal. <laughs> I know. It's like in the Truman Show. This. He's on his way out. Oops, spoilers. Um... Yeah, so it wasn't very expensive, so that's a good thing about it. Morph. How expensive was Morph? It was it was about two pound fifty. Okay. So it wasn't it wasn't a huge amount of cash. Let me explain what's going on on the screen. Nothing. Yeah. <laughs> so if that would be the best way to this kind of desert, maybe, and he's and sometimes it's as snow is. Yeah, pressing shapes on a on a block. Yeah, and each, each of these shapes creates a musical sound. Great. And then you can morph through the TV screen, which is I guess where the the name comes from. I guess so. And you so. end up in another bit of the level, and then you can press on something else. And every time you press on something, it kind of adds to the soundtrack. Okay. Oh, okay. Sounds cool. So it's kind of ambient housey kind of thing. Okay. It's very very chill. I mean, there's somebody here. I'm just looking on Steam now. Somebody here has played it for 14 hours. Well, yeah. You well, know, it's, it's got then, all that think, possibility. Yeah, why not? I mean, what's know, so remarkable about that? I don't 14, Chinny. I think what you're meant to do is, right, just... 12 plus 2. I don't know. What, what do you want to know? <laughs> 12 plus 2. I think what you're meant to do is create like a soundtrack you know like a noise and a sort of something going on and then you just let it do its thing and just have it on in the background so it's a sequencer yeah kind of yeah that's kind of what it is yeah if you, if you were back in the very <laughs> These things exist everywhere brian eno days yeah you know this is you doing brian eno and so just doing really minimalist soundscapes but with a low polygon graphic background okay so i don't know i didn't really play it for very long maybe you should play it a bit longer maybe i'll like it shit just say <laughs> shit and move on i'm trying to convince myself it's not as bad as i remember now. why yeah, shit. maybe it was all right um it did sound nice i mean the stuff that you, you pressed on sounded nice but i didn't feel like there was a lot of lot of stuff to press on i didn't feel like there was enough variation well, that's just your mm-hmm. first impressions, though. 
Mm-hmm. You know, like some sort of beat. I don't even remember there being a beat, though. There might you don't have to make a beat? Out. Isn't that the point of a sequencer in, in some ways? I guess. I the melody know. is part of it, but also the beat. Yeah, maybe that, maybe I needed to explore more and I find think a you beat do. somewhere. Yeah, maybe I do. Maybe so I do. Uh, I'm gonna have another go. I'll have another go for next week and see if it gets any better. It probably won't, though. To be fair. Well, so then, that brings me on to <laughs> certainly slowed the old show up, didn't we? <laughs> I know. Yeah. It's well, maybe I need to play game this was. game some more, or maybe it's just shit. Know. Maybe it's just shit. Maybe I need to play some more. I don't know. I don't know. It's out of shit. Or I need to play it more. Um. But yes, uh, that brings me on to the game. The game I've played the most this week, and I have played quite a lot of it now. I'm, I'm quite a good way in, which is which is Detroit Become Human. Yeah. Detroit Become Human. Detroit Become Human. And I'm playing yeah. this in a way I'm I've a never... Robot. Yeah, I'm a robot. I've played this a way that I've never played a game before, which is making dumb decisions. Not necessarily dumb. I've, start, I've adapted how I'm playing. Yeah. So, so I started off just making random dumb decisions. You know, just picking what was the most stupid decision I can make when. For it instance, gives me running into a hostage negotiation, saying, "Put the fucking kid down and kick your ass." Yeah. By the way, I've I've worked out you can look at world stats what everybody else did. World stats. Yeah. And that particular thing where you know I let the kid die, only happened to five percent of players. Yeah, because most world. people aren't stupid. <laughs> You don't start oh, yelling at a hostage taker. And I've had quite a few of those less than 10% things now as I've been playing the game. So I'm not getting much better, but I'm a bit more structured in my approach. Mm. So you play, there's three different characters that you play as. Pussy yes. out of it. Not really, because some more bad shit's gone down since then. I've, I've had bad shit going down all over the place. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, so there's three characters, distinct characters that he plays. Uh, one's called Marcus. He's like the revolutionary person who's going to lead the robots to freedom. Yeah, power oh, to the people so or robots. Robots are people. So that's him. Uh, then there's Kara, who's the looking after the little kitty, needs to keep her safe and sort of, you know, get to get freedom and safety at the same time. So that's that's her gig. So that, and then and then there's the copper. So you play as like an android police. I can't remember what his name is. How weird is that? John. We'll say John for for sort of the show's sake. But his name's not John. I don't know. But you play as him, and he's probably the one I'm playing the worst. So well, I'm Marcus to be fair. What's weird with Kara because she's got this little kid with her, and because I ended up letting one kid die, which I didn't think would happen, and then it did. So I was a bit like shocked at that because I was like, ah, shit, then that game's not going to let me kill this kid, but it did. So I have become more protective of the child character. And and obviously a bit more fatherly or motherly in this case because it's a lady robot. Um, and I'm playing that sort of straight. I feel like I, I, it's a stretch too far. Yes. To let some bad shit happen to this little kid you're looking after. So you're going to be okay an evil person or a dumb person, but you're not going to be horrible. You're going to be you're not going to be pure evil. Correct. Now, yeah, speaking no, of Dungeons and Dragons, you... yeah, there's yeah. a morality chart. I don't know if you've ever seen this, but uh, there's a way of thinking about good and evil in Dungeons and Dragons where you've got chaotic and orderly, and then you've got good and evil. So you could be chaotic good, which means you want to do the right thing, but you also like to see chaos in the world. 
And then you can be orderly evil, which is you're evil, but you like for there to be order in the world. Does that make sense? So it sounds yeah. like you're going to be kind of uh, orderly evil. You're well, not going to let it get too bad. I've been pretty evil. Yes. And which just isn't me. I mean, I'm playing as, you know, the Marcus character. I've done some really heinous yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What have you done? Get well, to the specifics. We don't believe you. Prove it. I shot two unarmed people for no reason yes. because one of them was trying to escape. And I thought, <laughs> yeah, he might tell someone. So I shot him in the back. Good. Yeah. yeah. Suck it. We felt, I felt quite person. bad. And then there was a, well, you there should. Was uh, um, 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 an unethical decision in a video game is still an unethical decision. Yeah. And, and then Karma says security. you feel that pain when you do it. There's nah. another security guard sat behind the desk, and I shot him as well because he was going for his handset. So I was like, eh, I don't want to get rumbled, so I shot him in the face. Make sure so you I'm, kill the hamster. Yeah. And then I'm meant to be... Black yeah, Mirror, humans, anyone? Yeah, humans to accept us, but... I did all this more terrorist, radical stuff. Gee, you mean they're not going to accept you if you're a terrorist? No. Who would have thought? They all hate us. They all hate us because I've been like, I didn't know propaganda and, you know, I've got a fist raised as our symbol and I just terrorize people everywhere I go. Well, there is a case to be made for raising the stakes of oppression, but there's also a case to be made that the more horrible things you do as a movement and the less influence you'll have over other people. Seems to be the case in the game. Yeah, I think David Cage has got that right because fucking people hate us. You know, but What's hey, here's the sorry. Here's the thing about that sort of, and it's not just about this game. It's about everything. You know, in Skyrim, whether people like the Thieves Guild or not has to do with only what you do. Like every, it's all up to you in terms of whether the Thieves Guild is going to be revived or not that's the part that's really kind of unrealistic and i wish they could find a way to deal with it in games but in what way kinda, do you mean well like you have the chance to revitalize the thieves guild and bring it back to its former glory and if you don't nobody else will and there's nothing that anybody can do aside from you to make the thieves guild better again you know what i mean yeah it's not yeah, it's not. It is like that, but it kind of isn't because there are secondary characters around you that make their own decisions as well. Yeah, well, that's good. So, and they can have obviously have an influence on what happens as well. So, yeah. like for instance, there was a part of the game where it was it just became a stretch too far for yeah. me because there was a part where there were two unarmed cops on the knees, sort of you know nothing, and and I was given the choice of either shooting them or leaving it up to the mob to decide. Yeah. So I left it up to the mob and they shot him anyway, so hey-ho. That's what you get for getting in the way of the mob. I know. Pitchforks, torches, also, get out of the way. I know I know you've got a lot of hate for David Cage. I sure do. David Cage uh, and these games, but... To date, I think I think he, he does get marginally better each time he makes a game. Well, that may be. I'll never you know. know. His, his writing's improved. The the direction of the game, how it feels when you play, it's definitely improved. It does, although they are connected, and now things. What's interesting is the making everybody hate robots is now having repercussions on other characters in in other parts of the game. That's cool. So there's a knock-on effect. With, with me doing what I've done has now had a knock-on effect with Kara's plight. 
you know, had I been nicer, her sure. flight would have probably been a lot easier. Well, it sounds like he's trying to make real the lived experience of karma. Like, good action brings good consequences. That's the nature of the beast. Oh, yeah. And it's hard to see oh. that in our everyday lives. And then playing as as the the copper android, you know, I'm with with a guy called Hank, yeah, who's who's like a disgruntled cop, right? And I'm I've literally been doing everything I can to piss him off, pissing me off. So what what whenever there's a, an option that just says cold or indifferent, that's yeah. that's the one I pick because gotcha. I just want him to get hostile and pissed and he's literally all and it, it does a little bit of the telltale like how people are feeling towards you so all and the so time. we'll remember that yeah and well he does that but he's a little bit more direct so it sort of says hostile neutral trusted you know all that kind of stuff the whole time i've played the game he is constantly hostile towards me he's never been anything other than hostile um and I, and I must admit, there is a lot. It show, as you can see, I don't know whether you've noticed this as it's been shown in this gameplay. When you finish a chapter, it gives you all the other potential branching paths, but it doesn't tell you what they are because they're locked. Right. But there's so many. You know, the you know David Cage, love him or hate him, the amount of production that went into this game. Yeah, sure, of course. You know, you, I, my brother and, then, and I tried to write a Choose Your Own Adventure book when we were kids. It took forever. We got like a third of the way through. Yeah, yeah. And that's basically what this is. Of course, that's what you all know. video games are. That's why Tom Bissell said writing the um, Gears of War game was completely complicated in a way that no writing project he'd ever done was. Yeah. But you see, I mean, but then it adds a whole other layer on when you're doing this sort of game where everything has to link together, even regardless of, you know, not only the, the protagonist you're playing at the time, but other protagonists in the game are affected by what you're doing in a in a completely separate storyline. Well, yeah. You know, so even thinking about all that, all that other stuff as well, and how that affects what's going on. Yeah. Sure. And references to it. Well, yeah. Um, what's well, so, what? The only thing I would have liked, and you know, obviously, the the first like negotiation went totally ball, you know, balls up, and yep. the kid died. I would have listen to the passive voice, by the way. The negotiation went balls up. I fucked up the negotiation is another way to say that. Yeah, yeah, it was me because obviously I was playing as a character, whatever. Yes. But I would have liked to have seen more repercussions in the game. There has been references to it. Right. You know, there was, there was a bit of a heart-to-heart -heart I had with Hank talking to him, and I, I told him what I'd done, you know, and that because he asked me what my first assignment was or something like that, and I said that I'd screwed it up. Yeah. So he obviously there is reference to it, he does remember it. But Hanky, you know, he's pretty well voice acted and he's a is quite an interesting character, quite complex, you know? Yeah. Um and some shit's obviously gone down with, with an Android, but you don't really understand what that is at the moment. I know obviously something bad happened, and obviously he hates Androids with a passion. So me being indifferent and cold towards him constantly all the time or pushing his buttons or looking for a, for a sort of something that's going to piss him off all the time. Pissing him yeah. off. Yeah. It, it eventually works, is all I'm going to say. So, yeah. Yeah, it didn't, didn't end well with old hanky boy. Oh, dear. I know. Yeah, maybe should have thought differently when I was playing the game. But, yeah, shit happens, Do you regret I guess. playing it the way you are? 
kind of because what happened, I didn't ex- it was you know like the kid dying. I didn't kind of expect to happen what happened, mm-hmm. but it but it happened, and I was like, wow, that was a bit sudden and shocking. Is I've got to say, <laughs> it's pretty good. I'm kind of enjoying it. I don't know whether I'm enjoying the way I'm playing it. And obviously, if I was doing it as I would normally play the game, I would never, ever play it like I'm playing it. Would you play it again? Well, yes. But what's kind of interesting is you can go to any of the branching story paths, you know, for each chapter of the game that you played. Uh-huh. And you can restart. Yeah. You can restart them. No, well, not only replay the whole chat, but you can restart them like halfway through where you came to a major decision point. So would you rather do that or would you just start again? I don't know whether I'd just play the whole game again and just do it how I would actually normally play and just see how different the outcome would be. Mm -mm. Because uh, what I will say is, obviously, because I'm not used to playing. I mean, I know you, Chini, you're a fucking sadist when you play games and stuff and you're not bothered. You know, you'll you'll kill every person you can kill and you would never care, would you? No. And you wouldn't you wouldn't feel any sort of, you know, personal feelings towards it one way or the other. You'd just do it because you're a sociopath. But Correct. but for me, I'm kind of finding it difficult, but also interesting at the same time. Because well, good is dumb. <laughs> good is good is dumb. I don't know whether good is dumb, but I also I just feel Dark like, Helmet said so. What do you mean you don't know if good is dumb? Of course it is. Who said? Now you see that evil will always triumph because good is dumb. Spaceballs. Oh, it's a long time since I've seen that film. Time to watch it again. Maybe it is. Maybe it is. Uh, but yeah, it, it, it does it, it does feel a lot different for me. And I, I don't know, like I say, I don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, but it is interesting. You know, and I, I like when I interrogated a suspect today, this morning and tortured him you know it gives you the option to torture him and torturing a robot i like pulled his heart valve it says you know it keeps your heart pumping i'm thinking i don't think robots have hearts but whatever take that Uh, robot valve he only had like a minute to live do they feel pain though no why was i programmed to feel pain simpsons but but the deviants which are the the rogue robots you know ones that go rogue they get a simulation of emotions so obviously if you if you get the deviant he's obviously going to want to be you know self-preservation and not get killed or deactivated mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff so obviously it was kind of cool how, it, how the tells because it, you had three identical looking robots because obviously they just brought off an, an assembly line so they all look the same but one was a deviant you had to question them to figure out who the deviant was i see and the way I, w- I worked out the deviant is because every now and again, when I was talking to others, he just just very sort of slightly looked sideways, and I could, you know, just out of the corner of your eye, just catch him looking. So it's L.A. Noir now. It's L.A. Noir. But Don't I'm you fucking lie to me. Done better than L.A. Noir though, because it was it was more subtle. So where yeah. were you last night? Um, I was at the club. You was out, wasn't you? You stupid motherfucker! I fucking hate you! You fucking fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, no, I had a witness. Oh, well, that's okay then. Witness the there fitness. Li- there is a little bit of that because he is a bit unpredictable. You know, you'll pick what you think is a safe option and then he'll do something completely AWOL. You know, so it, that does happen in this game. But overall, I, you know what? I think he's pretty good. 
You like it, don't you? I do, do like I do. it. I hate to say don't it. Don't you fucking lie to me. You like this game. game. Yeah, but I like Heavy Rain, really. You know, I could see it's false, but I kind of liked the, the premise. And I think this does that. You know, there was you know the bit in in Heavy Rain where you're driving the wrong way, the wrong way down the freeway, and it's quite heart pumping. You know, it does a good job of sort of making you go, "Oh my god!" Um, <laughs> I don't know that I've ever said, "Oh my god!" Oh my god! Uh, there was a very similar moment in this game, which was pretty hurry, and I thought was done in a really well, but very very similar. So you can see his photo gone. Oh yeah, that worked really well in Heavy Rain. I'm going to do another version of that, you know, and and see how that goes. But it well, was yeah. it was very well done. It's fun when you're very driving well fast the wrong way down a traffic street. Yeah, well this a traffic this street, not like those other kinds of streets. <laughs> I don't know why this I said wasn't a traffic driving. Street. This was just something else. I know, but I, forget it. Running, flying, <laughs> skipping. Like it's that. a high intensity skipping, skipping moment. Skipping down the road. Well, yeah. Um, there are chop your finger off. The game. There are some faults with the game because sometimes, like, it exists, isn't it? <laughs> Zing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Because um, these these robots are meant to be getting your sympathy, right? Like, for instance, you can see in this in this one, the robot stabbed him twenty eight times. Damn, that's a lot of times. That's a lot of times. And when you finally catch the robot, it was like, oh, but he was attacking me with a baseball bat, right? Well, she's fine. If you stab right? him twice. But if you stab him exactly. 28 Or just times. stab once, even, just in self-defense. But, you know, this robot went a bit OT. And you're meant to feel some sort of sympathy for the robot that stabbed the dude 28 times. Is, did they even talk about the three laws of robotics? No, they, I don't See, think any they of these totally robots should, man. What is wrong with people? The, Isaac Asimov gave us a beautiful uh, s- functional setup for how to deal with human-robot interactions, and nobody uses it. That's right. We pretend like the he never thing, wrote other, a word. The other thing that makes no sense whatsoever is that these robots have this like thing on the side of their head that shows them to be a robot, and it's like some sort of colored light and it changes colors depending on what's LED happening. light. Yeah, like an LED light. Now, you'd think that were pretty much, you know, wired, hardwired to the side of the face so it couldn't be removed or anything like that. Isn't it a sticker? It's just, it just comes off. What? These robots yeah. pull them off. That's ridiculous. Again. They just pull them off just again, to be like, okay, it, we'll oh, And now I look like a human. No one will ever be able to that's tell. That's so dumb. See, that's the thing. That's why these stories always fall apart. I haven't seen Westworld. I haven't seen humans. I want to, but like, they, humans is not too bad. There's so many ways in which these stories start with these dumb loopholes, and then it ruins the whole thing. Like, there's a, there's a bit right. Even Fallout I, 4, Nick Valentine is a really interesting robot character. Yeah. I just yeah, think they did a good you, job with Nick. Yeah, but you can tell he's a robot. Yeah, but so what? Oh. Because he looks like one. <laughs> He's got the wires yeah. coming out of his neck. Yeah, exactly. I but never noticed. You <laughs> never noticed. But in this, the the robots look like humans. But the, the, it, there's just so many stupid fundamental errors. Like we went in, broke into this. Like but you looked at this game. <laughs> that you bought it. That was a fundamental error. Just make no sense. Such as like, you go into a warehouse. We, we broke into this, you know, this high security office building. Thing, and there's no detectors that detect you're a robot. You know what I mean? This wait, wait, wait. They have detectors that can tell if you're a robot? Well, you'd think they would, wouldn't you? Well, Voight Kampf, man. You ever see Blade Runner? 
guess. The whole concept behind Blade Runner is there's a test, but it's really hard to tell with some of the robots. I guess there is a bit of that, I suppose. Well, they could, again, they know. could use that, but no, we want to make our own world. What about a, like a person that just walks like a fucking idiot around a, around a room? <laughs> and what I was wait, 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 are you a robot? No, I am not. Okay, carry on. I guess this applies to, I suppose they do it because they want them to seem like humans, I suppose. But Pick their nose. It's like, they, like in humans, they still sound a little bit like a robot. You know when they talk and stuff. Yeah. So you, so even if you didn't know, you could probably tell. You know what I mean? You're probably, like, oh yeah, it's a robot. In this, they just, they're just like humans. You know, there's no distinction really, voice-wise or inflection or the way they talk. Yeah. You know, like I say, they can just pull that sticker thing off the side of their head. Sorted. I'm a human now. No one will know. Yeah. Lol. Yeah. But other than that, it's it's pretty good. It is good. I like it. I, I, I do think it's got its merits for sure. You know, yeah. it's and I can see there's a lot of replayability because, like I've said, you know, I might go next time and play it as the, you know, as as I would have played it and just see how how much different it really is. Right. You know, because at the moment it's it's not pretty. It's not good. It, right. Things aren't good. Things are going AWOL big time. So. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm, I'm, I, I can't see a good ending at the moment. No, I feel like it's, it's really gonna go badly for what's, everybody involved. What's better, this or Until Dawn? I'd probably say this at the moment. <whistles> Although I really like Until Dawn, but I feel like, I feel like this is more, more realistic in a way. What's kind of cool as well. <laughs> Well, it's kind of cool as well. It's set in 2038, but it's not oh, that yeah. it's not that advanced, if you will. No, they just have walking human robots. Yeah, they just have walking human robots. But other than that, it's it's kind of other than that. Yeah, I mean, don't get me wrong. There is some sort of futuristic stuff in it, but it's not crazy futuristic. No. So just I kind of like that about it. robots that look like humans that walk yeah, around just like robots humans. that look just like that. humans okay. and talk all the time. Cool. Yeah. 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 You know, I've got massive problems with, like, you know, like films that predict the future and stuff. Yeah. And, like, Blade Runner. Because um, they're always wrong. Well, like, no. There's just, there's some, some things that are just stupid. Like, I saw one in this gameplay. You know, when there's a crime scene, there's, like, little evidence cards of, like, yeah. one, two, three, four, five, right? On this, the evidence cards was, like, a display. It was, like, a digital display. Yeah. I was like, that's dumb. Like, they would never do that. That's dumb. Why not? Because then you'd have to charge it. <laughs> and then, you know, like, pro. okay, what number's this one? Number two. No, all right. That's not what it says on my four? display. Ah, my display's messing up. Uh, oh, no, we've run out of battery. What display was this? Was this two or three? 14. Gary? Gary? Was this two or three? Fuck you. All right, fuck <laughs> you too, Gary. That doesn't sound like a technology problem. That sounds like a Gary problem. <laughs> Gary's an idiot. Yeah. Fucking Gary. I mean, let's be let's be honest. I mean, Back to the Future Two got it mostly wrong. That's no, pretty bang on, to be honest. <laughs> terrible, terrible. You got nothing I, right, did it? I'm sitting here with my transparent tie on, self self lacing shoes. Watch me put my shoes no, on. They actually they actually did come out of self lacing. Yeah, they did make some of those, didn't they? Yeah. And hoverboards, oh. those exist hoverboard, even though they don't hover. Hoverboards, okay, they don't float from the yeah. from the the, the oh, thing. Oh, picky picky. And, uh, but the but, you can't go over water with them. That's true. 
So, <laughs> so in that sense, now. they're correct. So yeah, uh, I don't know. Uh, video games. Video games are dumb. Video games are dumb. This goat's uh, got an enormous head. <laughs> right. Anyway, that's that's kind of it for me. I'm going to continue to play the way I'm playing. Putting news first. News is stupid. Yeah. Who cares about the news? Yeah, news is stupid. The new Black Ops is out. It's got it's got it's got stuff in it. It's got uh, what you call it? Battle Royale mode. Yeah, have you seen what people are doing already? People have already found an exploit, haven't they? Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. So they're doing like you know, like an emote or whatever they call it. You Sorry, know, is this only available on Blizzard Net? Is that right? I don't know. Because it's not on Steam. Oh no! It'll not be. It'll be. Is is EA? No, it's not EA. Um, Activision. Right. So battle. Oh uh, yeah. So you're right. Yeah, it'll be on that. Whatever that is. Sorry. Go on. As you were saying. Uh, but they're doing they're sort of doing the little dances and stuff and using it to look round corners. Okay. What game are you talking about? So Black, Black Ops, Ops Seven. They got a new battle royale ah. mode. So people people are using the sort of doing a little dance or whatever. What's he called? It is. Is it an emote an or emote, whatever it is? Yeah. I don't know. It's an email. Yeah. Yes, great. Yeah, yeah. email. Uh, so they're doing that, and then you can look around corners to see if anybody's coming and cheating using it. Well, there you go. Because it goes into third-person view when they do it, you see, so they get a bigger view of where I don't think themselves. that's cheating. I think that it's available to everybody. So what? So, but it's not cheating. It's just stop that stupid. Up. It's like camping. It's a yeah. dumb way to play. It's a stupid way to play, but it's it's got good reviews though. You know, no first, you know, uh, Call of Duty game with no single player campaign, and people are liking it. So, it's, is it full price? What? How much is it? How much is it? It's probably well, it's still the same price. What are you expecting? Okay. Same price, isn't it? No, oh, yeah. shit. Call of Duty Black Ops Power. Um, it is forty-eight pounds. Yeah. yeah, about the same price. Well, it's normal price, isn't it, for a game these days? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's got 87, though, on Metacritic, so it's doing all right, I guess. Bastards. Bastards. Fucking hate that game. Uh, what's interesting, though, as as is always the case on Metacritic, uh, critics giving it 87, users 5. <laughs> yeah. That's just because they're yeah. cranky pants. Cranky pants. Yeah. Um, yeah, so it could be better be better but obviously you know people hate on call of duty whatever is there any news or is you just going to take I what i said and talk about it for i like you just kind of dying on his arm <laughs> you know people yeah, news forever give us some um, news ps4 users are claiming that malicious messages are breaking their consoles what dun dun PlayStation 4 users that's exactly what i just why did you repeat it okay in several threads on the the Reddit PS4 Reddit board Reddit uh, users are reporting that they are receiving messages through the console's messaging application oh. that are hard locking their consoles. What? The story all follow a similar pattern. User, fuck you, I don't want to subscribe to your newsletter, Kotaku. Um, user receives a message. Their controllers and sound outputs fail, and resetting the console results in a continual error loop. Uh, while the exact cause is unclear, many users in the Reddit thread have likened the exploit to previous messaging exploits, such as another one from 2015, in a unique string of characters could crash an iPhone. 
in describing the PS4 message, one player wrote, it was just merely a question mark in a box, suggesting that the malicious message cannot even be displayed in the PS4. Hmm. So if you get a dodgy message on your PS4, don't open it. Don't it doesn't matter. It. it doesn't matter. Apparently, some some of the uh, users were saying that even if they didn't open it, it still did the crash thing. Wow, okay. that sucks. So even uh, if you just uh, received the messages enough to fuck your console up, pretty much. Uh, it does seem that the exploit is purely text-based, so changing your PlayStation, your Messenger, private settings should prevent it from happening. You can do that by going to your account management in your settings, uh, heading to the private privacy setting, sub-menu, and changing messaging settings to friends only or no one, meaning that only your pre-selected friends are, or no one can message you. Yeah, I've just done friends only on mine for the time being until they... Until they were what? Oh, Send random stupid. messages to oh. people only. Oh, yes. Okay. Uh, so, yes. Yeah. Um, so, help, protect help yourself, I... people, because if you're freaking factory reset that's a pain in the arse yeah yeah rubber up um hellblade sanua's sacrifice hold on i've got auto play going on here don't you fucking hate auto play yes just yes i hate that the thing work of satan okay <laughs> spawn of satan uh hellblade sanua's sacrifice dev set up sanua's scholarship fund for mental health uh, an indie theory developer such as um, developer of such titles as Hellblade and fucking DMC and all that shit. shit. Uh, has teamed up with Cambridgeshire um, Peterborough NHS Foundation Trust and its charity head to tow to launch Sanua's scholarship uh, to help students improve their mental health and lead successful lives. Ninja Theory, who was recently purchased by Microsoft, spent three years working with staff and students from CPFT's Recovery College East to gain an understanding of mental health as the lead character, Sanua, has experiences of psychosis. Yeah, that's a cool thing to come out of a video game, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. So there you go. I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Give him back. Give him back. Giving back. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic fan remake is shutting down after a cease and desist from uh, Lucasfilms. Back in 2016, an ambitious group of fans began work on an Unreal Engine 4 reboot of the role-playing lightsabering classic Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic uh, called Aprion. The project has made an impressive progress since then, but it emitted a tragic we uh, Wilhelm scream this week when Lucasfilm's lawyers zapped it out of existence. Um, yeah, that's pretty much the gist of that story. Uh, yeah, but this is always going to happen, isn't it? People take a very popular franchise and then you know make their own version of that game. To, yeah, but they should let it it's... alone. Who's not, it's not, not going to lose any money? Who's buying Kotor now? That's idiotic. Well, they're not even going to... Yeah, it's not like that they were going to charge for it, I don't think, you know, because a lot of these people don't. Unless it's Valve. Valve are usually pretty good about stuff, you know. They let them make that Half-Life remake in, you know, in the Half-Life 2 engine and made it all really cool looking. 
uh, and gave them the blessing and said, yeah, get on with it. We don't care. Well, bothered. they should. That's See, and, and this is the whole thing. Look, copyright law has changed over time. When when the country, when the U.S. first ex- started existing, U.S. copyright law lasted like 15 to 20 years. The idea was you make a thing, you profit it from it for a little while, and then it becomes the property of all of us. That's the way that copyright law ought to work. Intellectual property law ought to work like that for everything. But these companies just keep renewing and renewing and renewing forever, and it makes no sense. Yeah, I don't think, like you said, KOTOR, um, you know, unless they're going to do their own remake of it. Which they're not. Just, That's why they, well, people wanted to make this one. I think the problem with it is they're fucking with a big big boy, which is Disney. Um, Valve's pretty big. Lucas, yeah. But, it's, but Disney's known for not playing around with their intellectual property. That's exactly. the problem. So, so like... Disney's you know, Lucas, it's, Lucasfilm's probably protecting themselves because they know that Disney's going to clamp down on them and go like, what the fuck? Why didn't you sort this out? Yeah. Um, so, you know, it's people protecting themselves, really. But people get jobs from those kind of mods, so I wouldn't be too disheartened. Uh, yeah, but anyway, it's not about the jobs. Um, it's about the creative thing. Yeah. It's is it, the game. Is it, though? Is it? Should be. Um, Senran Kagura Burst uh, re- renewals PlayStation 4 that's a game PlayStation 4 release has been delayed after Sony told the publisher to remove its intimacy mode Semran Kagua Burst is an anime style video game about high school sorry about high school girl ninjas whose clothes get torn off it carries a Peggy 16 rating in Europe for quote uh, erotic activity and the use of sexual expletive uh, the intimacy mode in question lets players spray down and grope the girls. Ugh. It is essentially a molesting underage girls mode. The announcement came from the Twitter account Exceed, the publisher of the game in the US. On these shores, Samran Kagua Burst Renewal is published by Marvelous Europe uh, and distributed by P-Cube uh, with a PS4 release date on the 16th of November 2018. According to Exceed, the planned Steam version will release with intimacy mode intact, <laughs> and both versions will launch simultaneously. See, this isn't about sex. This is about molesting women. Yeah. Intimacy wow. mode is a horrible name. It's bullshit. I hate it. Yeah, I've got to say... It, it probably is a, a bit of a stretch too far, really, isn't it? But we can play it in the UK, so there you go. Well, there you go. Don't play this Just, game, Stu. So I won't stupid. be playing that. I, I won't be playing this Do not game. play the game, Stu. Uh, put I'll, G- I'll, play the, I'll play the game, just not the intimacy mode. <laughs> oh, my God. No, don't give um, these people money. If, if they're going to make a game about molesting girls, then you should not give them money. Well, can I just say, there is an interesting comment at the top of this this page, you know, the first comment, and he says, look, I understand the grossness of the subject here, but it raises a more general question. Do we view the game characters as a representation of an actual human being, or are they just digital sprites or icons? It's both and neither. There's a really important essay called A Rape in Cyberspace, and it's all about this situation that happened that the person felt horribly violated, but of course it was just words on a screen. When we play these games, we are neither just interacting with dust in the wind nor actually doing the thing that we're talking about. This is why, for me, and it's a question of morality, there's no one right answer, but you know, for me, when I do nasty, horrible things in a game, I feel bad. 
because that's my conscience telling me I shouldn't do nasty, horrible things. Other people are willing to do them with abandon and, you know, whatever. It's your choice. But I think that when we train ourselves to think, well, this doesn't matter, then that's just dulling our natural empathy. And I guess that's that's how I'm feeling at the moment, playing Detroit the way I'm playing it, because it, it does feel uncomfortable and a bit weird. Yeah. You know, not normal. And whereas Chini doesn't yeah, seem but to be bothered. It's not... It's not molesting little girls, though, is it? No, it's not. But yeah. it's it's. Why do you want to virtually molest little girls? Exactly. Yeah, it's just a bit weird, isn't it? Because you probably it's wouldn't weird. do that, would you, Chinny? No. Well, this is good. I'm glad to hear it. So why is it worse? <laughs> but hang on a second, though. This is the question, though. And I don't I don't mean to put you on the spot, Chinny. You, you happen to be arguing for a specific spot. point of why view. I'm best when I'm on the spot. Okay. Why is it okay to virtually enslave people in Fallout 3 with those collars, but it's not okay to virtually molest a little girl? Um, Because it's... Funny. Why is it why is it okay to set off a nuclear warhead and decimate a whole town? Because it's funny. I think um, <laughs> it's an think, interesting question, though. Isn't it is it? an Why? interesting question, but I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm on the spot and I'll, I'll answer it. Um, I think there's got to be there's got to be a line somewhere, and I think the notion of of me um, just kind of comically blowing up a town uh, just Comical. to see what happens, <laughs> or or enslaving children because I need money um, is is kind of like an inter- well, that's a, that in itself is not an argument because there's many ways to make money in fallout games other than then no i didn't children. really need the money but it was funny <laughs> but like i there's i suppose the there's no sort of like the it i suppose it's the sex thing is the problem yeah there's no I, there's no sexual arousement or anything it's just interesting and funny it's amusing to me to do it because i know it's not real and I'm not I'm not disconnected from reality that I, I I'm not really like that right I understand that it's a bad thing to do but I also I, I'm also aware that it's and I guess and people would say the same thing about the molestation game yeah I think any any sex in in video games is, is slightly odd mainly because it's animated really badly most well, of the time so once we uh, get really right. good animation once we get over well, the yeah, you know, like, like, Canny Valley totally like, but not that like I'm not I'm just saying like an, a, a normal adult to adult. Yeah, Sexy. no, I hear you. I hear yeah. you. I mean, and again, like I'm not trying to be a jerk. I just, it's a, it's a difficult question. And you know, look, I'm subject to the same thing, right? Why is it okay for me to play to uh, Grand Theft Auto in a way that yeah. you know kills people and does horrible things? Why can I do the um, Assassin's Guild quests in Skyrim, but I'm not willing to, you know, enslave people? Like that's where I draw the line. I just won't yeah. enslave people. I'm, I'm a so, liberator in these games. But why I is th- it? I think it's, a, I think it's the, it's. Like I, I don't, when I'm doing it, I'm sort of doing it in jest. I'm, I'm doing it with a sense of humor yeah. because I know it's not real. I think my, my line is, I, I see, even if, even if the like the person, like the women, wasn't underage and they were like, you know, adult women, right? You know, to like sort of like, even if it was just like a little bit more innocent and it was like a, there was, I'm sure there was a game where there was like a mini mini game where you had to sort of stare oh, yeah. at a woman's boobs on a different game and right. stuff like that. I just it's all just creepy, you know what I mean? Well, it's I all agree. just a yeah, bit sure. weird. It's just like the 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 I suppose the intention of it is is there the developers putting it there whereas the the point of Fallout and GTA and things like that 
the the intention isn't with the developer so much. It's kind of with the player, where the right, developers right. sort of purposely made you do that. Whereas in in a Fallout game, yeah, you can do it. But if we didn't do it, then it wouldn't be fair. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, no, that's a good point. That's a good point. What do you have to do and what do you have as an optional? Yeah. So I feel like because the game, you know, I'm choosing a good game that I like now that like I feel a little bit weird about is is kind of uh, Mass Effect, right? So Mass Effect is one of my favorite games. um, But there's certain things that it makes you do that I wouldn't do. Yeah. Right. So that so therefore the the game feels a bit flawed. I mean, it's one of my favorite games of all time. Right. But like, it, you know, it's 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 over X or Y, and I'm like, well, where's where's Z? Right. right. I, oh, I want to sure, do sure. Z. Yeah. So and no, I, I think that was point. your problem with um, I think it was your problem with uh, I think it was La Noir back in the day. Um, it could have been La Noir. It could have been something else. But basically, like, if I can pick some things up i should be able to pick everything up right so it's either one thing or nothing so it's like you either let me pick up the things in the room that matter Uh or you let me pick up everything but in la noir you could pick up the things that matter but then the odd bottle but you couldn't pick up this mug you're right so it's this it's this weird sort of false options thing so fallout and gta i feel like they get away with it because you can because it's it's your choice. It's you 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 you're role playing a character. Yeah. And and, and it just so happens that my character. And I mean GTA is, Five made you torture that guy. That was a thing I did not like in GTA Five. No. So, and you so did, many and that times it's required. Like yeah, sure. Yeah, and I suppose you know yeah like killing and tor- but we kill everybody kills people in video games right? right? And I think we look past the question of of why and I think it's because it's you know and it's sort of as weird and as, as sadistic as it sounds because it's fun. Love oh, to sure. shoot guns and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Which it's is why Vanquish is so much fun because you know you're not killing. I mean, it's weird for me to even say it, right? Vanquish, you're killing virtual robots instead yeah. of virtual people. And why does that matter? I think yeah. for me, again, it has to do with empathy. It has to do with repetition. The more you see a thing happen, and the more you are engaging in that virtual process, a little tiny yeah. itty bitty bit of empathy, I think, is drained away. I I, I played Call of Duty World at War directly after watching save it private ryan mm. right and that changed the way i felt sure. about what i was doing that makes sense and i did that i did that on purpose i did i i i went out and did it because saving private ryan is one of the most hardest films for me to watch sure i find it very difficult for me to watch i get very upset when he cries out for his mom and it it, it really shakes me up that film so when i played it played call of duty world at war straight after it it really made me feel like you know, not only I'm, I'm, you know, not I, I didn't really feel much for the character that I was playing, but the people that I was shooting, right? right. Because they're just people, right? You know, like some of the scenes in Saving Private Ryan, you you get to see that, like the some of the kids in on on the that were fighting for the Germans, they're just kids as well. Um, so like, yeah, yeah, that that affected me. So I suppose you're right. The repetition of it when when a when a parent walks in and sees their child killing people on a video game, right? You know, the, the, the kid's already past that. He's way past that. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He's like, I don't know. I've just got to, I've got to shoot these things and get points. And, right. You know, that's that's the game. And again, I think that, that that's a really good opportunity, though, for parents to talk to young people about, like, well, who's the good guys? Who's the bad guys? Like, why are you doing this mission? And that's why story can really matter in games is because if there's a good, you know, Saving Private Ryan is a painful film to watch, but we know it was all about trying to stop the spread of Nazism, which was a greater evil, perhaps. Um Jimmy Carter said, war may be a necessary evil, but it's always an evil, and we have to find other ways to deal with it. Um, yeah. 
I think I think what's interesting for me, obviously, you know, going back to Detroit, the way I'm playing it is they're also doing a lot of a lot of parallels to racism yeah. in the game, and and obviously early you know early things in America's you know time when they were trying to get the independence and rights and all that kind of stuff, and they're doing a lot of that kind of thing as well, you know, trying to make out. You know the robots have a parallel to what happened to black people yeah, but in it's America, so, it's, and it's so ham-fisted though in Detroit. It's so like this is about right, yeah. you know, right, and it's just right. so. It's well, no it's hard to do. That's an aesthetics question, and it's hard to do that well. I think. Yeah, and I, d- I don't think they're doing a terrible job of it, and I do feel emotionally connected to the characters, and that's why I think it's making it so difficult to play it in the way I'm playing it. it you know. It- it doesn't make it very powerful. Like one of one of the most powerful moments in Mass Effect two or three, can't remember what it was now, was with a robot, right? And it was it was with is it Legion? Is that the name of the robot? Yeah. Remember this? The yeah, the, and when they're he, all one thing. And he, and he, and throughout the most of the game he's pretty straight. He's pretty much a robot, right? And there's one minute there's one little bit where he wobbles, right? And it, and, and it's brilliant. It's it's probably one of the most memorable moments that I have of the game, and it's just a couple of lines, and it's and 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 it's because uh, it's not ham-fisted. It's far, it's so subtle, right? And it and it just makes much more of an impact. Whereas Detroit is like, hey, remember that whole thing about black people? Well, now it's robots. Yeah, exactly. And, it's, it, and we've seen it time and time again. You know, they, they even have all the, ago, you know maybe. the robots are segregated. They have a different bit of the bus. You know, they really have gone all out. Still, wait, there's still buses? That doesn't even make sense. We still yeah, have buses. still public transport. Well, yeah, but it's in the future. There shouldn't. I mean, maybe so uh, look. Driving, the, how the, else are you going to get around in the future? Well, no, that's fine. It, uh, it's not about the fact that there's public transportation. It's why aren't they hover buses? Or why aren't they like self, self-driving? They're fancy looking, yeah. they're self-driving, oh, fancy okay. looking buses. You know? they don't, they don't have drivers. Are they on their driven own, by either. robots? No, it's just driven by an AI thing. I guess it's a kind of robot, I suppose. It would make more sense if they made those robot people. It would make sense to just put a robot in it. Well, you know, yeah, really? they've got their own robot section. You know, shopping centres have robot-only escalators or whatever. Yeah. You know. It's it they've they've gone all out for those parallels, but it's like you that, said, it's, it's not that exciting though, is it? It's just no, like a little bit dumb, I think. Anyway, uh, more news. PUBG yeah. apologizes for broken automatic server allocation. Have you had any experience of this, Jenny? I guess you've not played it for a while. I haven't played it for a while on the PC. Um, but yeah, PC update uh, came out early October, made it so your server or region was decided automatically depending on the player's local region. But it didn't work properly with players reporting that they had been shunted into regions not their own and suffered a poor online experience as a result. Now in a post on its website, PUBG Corp apologizes for the issue and releases and, and released an initial fix to try and combat the problem. Uh, there was an error recalculation, oh, no, the ping calculation or something, um, but now it's sorted. They've done fucked up, basically. They've done goofed. It happens. Um uh, PlayStation Network name uh, change has been officially announced by Sony. Congratulations. I mean, that's great, right? But at this point in time, the, most of the names people would want to change to have probably already been taken anyway, have they Stu not? Stu smells well, bad. A, that's a good name. They need a, they need a purge, don't they? They need, yeah, they need exactly. to, like... Because Xbox do this, you know. Any, any accounts that are dud 
and dead. Hmm. How, um, how do they determine that? Yeah, they're they put back in. Activity. The so, so, oh. so again. they they know they know like for example, Chinny, the the Xbox Live account, Chinny, was mm. was taken, yeah. but um, had no uh, games, no achievements, never logged in. So someone yeah. obviously set it up years ago or some dummy account or something somewhere, and never goes on it. So you can they can tell when you log in and all sorts of stuff. Um, so they just. I think they must have written a, a series of rules and uh, and got rid of it. So yeah, it's uh, so I think they need one of those. Whether they but Sony aren't very good with the with the software stuff, are they? Oh, they're only just letting you change your name. So as if they're going to do anything more extensive than that. Well, I think they'd have to. Do. I think they'd have to do something while they're in there. They might as well. But anyway, I don't really care. I don't even know what my name is on PlayStation. Probably Chini nineteen eighty five. Is it not? Probably yeah. Um, well, you've got a PlayStation now. What are you talking about? So, what are you yeah, logged in on that as? I don't know. I just just log in. I don't look at it, do I? Oh, okay. <laughs> I have no clue what my game attack is on PlayStation. I just look at it. I don't know. I can't read this one because uh, I've got ad blocker on. So there you go. Uh, Microsoft announced Xbox game streaming service Project X Cloud. Okay. Okay. Oh my God. I'm not turning off the ad block, you fucks. Uh, Microsoft are the latest to hop on the game streaming bandwagon and enter Project X Cloud today. Um, uh, a way to beam Xbox games direct to any device uh, with a fast internet connection. Uh, while currently only in internal testing, Microsoft are rolling uh, Xbox One hardware out to Azure data centers around the world the world uh while microsoft recommend an xbox controller broadly supported via bluff they're working on alternative control setups for other devices including touchscreens and um less beefy pc so basically you can shoot it to your phone connect the phone to the controller and away you go yeah, so this will this be a sort of an add-on for your Xbox One or whatever the hell the new Xbox is where, you know, you're in the middle of a game, you want to take it on the move, you just clip your phone into a controller and away you go. Away you go. Yeah, I think it'll be within this generation. I think this this will be going. Yeah, so you just... Which is better than PlayStation now, which is a bit... It works, you know. You can test it out again. By the way, Chini, now if you want to, you can. They've reset all the the trials of it now, so you can do another seven day free trial of it. No, just to see if it's something you like. But I won't be doing that. It works pretty well, uh, but is you've got to pay for it, and it's expensive. It's not yeah. cheap enough. Well, that ain't the problem. If the problem, I, I I think people would pay for it if it if it was a if there isn't other services out there that match it or better or, or be but it worked really really well and it was worth the money so yeah you know you got game pass which is what like seven quid a month um yeah and it's a much more straightforward model obviously microsoft are not relying on game pass which is good because they've got to kind of move with times i you know i think this is kind of like the way it, it's all going anyway but game pass is like it seems like a nice little Stop app can you, can you imagine if Sony went, oh, we're going to introduce this service where you pay seven quid a month. Oh, and you get every Sony exclusive game day one included. Yeah, be amazing. Never happening. Never happening. Never, Never happening. 
so you know i i think i think the the only if if sony were doing what microsoft were doing microsoft would be in trouble big time but they won't and they don't so yeah i i think i think the the game pass is a nice stopgap it lets you download the games you've got a service da 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 and the X Cloud is is kind of the next level, and I think it will take some time, but um, it'll get there. You know, you know. I mean, there. you mean Pete is playing Forza Horizon Four on the back of Game Pass, isn't he now? He loves Game Pass. I mean, my, my yeah. brother doesn't have a massive library of games. He kind of went out of video games for a while, came back into the Xbox One this year, got the Game Pass pretty much straight away, and he's very very happy. Like he plays games that he wouldn't usually play he, he just sort of lets the games come to him i think that's the difference now you know what i mean where that whereas before you you go out and find them and pick them but like he's just like well whatever just whatever i download whatever's coming out on the next month or whatever that's what i'm playing and, I, and it's you know in some ways i envy that because i'm i'm sort of like a slag you know i'll play everything and uh and then my backlog just goes crazy and then i can't play anything Whereas, you know, he has this leisure of just, oh, well, I'll just play whatever comes next. I might like it, I might not, and then move on. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I think it's a good thing. Like you said, for, for more casual players or people who are just coming into to Xbox or whatever, uh, it's a nice low point of entry. You don't have to spend a lot of cash, and you get quite a lot of benefits from that seven quid a month. That is correct. That is correct. Uh, uh, right. Is that we're it? done. We're done. Right, let's do some emails. Okay, let's do some emails. Why not? Whoa, that ruled. Uh, Okay, this is from Derek Sands. Derek Sands. Sands. He says, who knew? Uh, Veteran gamers. Hi. Hi, uh, Derek Sainz. Do you have an email? You could, and, you, you and, discerning, and discerning podcast listeners everywhere. Uh, my apologies for wrongly saying James rather than John Belushi, starred in Animal that's House, okay, when giving okay. the answers to the movie quiz last week. Not a big deal. I will. Have, yeah, it's not a big deal, but get it right next time. Get it right. Uh, I will have to up my game for the next quiz, which may be as early as next week. Oh, yeah, please. We love your quizzes. I do know who James and John Belushi are, but don't get me started on the Baldwin brothers. <laughs> yeah, I have yeah. no clue. There's that many of them. Uh, to show that I am 100% certain about the Belushis, I have attached their photos below for confirmation. <laughs> I don't think that's necessary. We trust you. Yeah, the, except he hasn't put them on there at all. Um... So there you go. Uh, anyway, t- t- did you know that, as well as appearing in Animal House and the Blues Brothers, John Belushi once appeared in one of Steven Spielberg's biggest movie flops from 1979, but can you name it? Is it 1941 or something? I don't know. Yeah, I think that was it. I think you're right. Anyway, he hasn't given the answer, so hmm, it might be at the bottom. I don't don't know, but one of Steven Spielberg's biggest flops was 1941. I think it's 1941. Yeah, by the way, the photos, I should have mentioned the photos he put at the bottom are uh, Charlie Sheen and Emilio Estevez. So there you go, that's for the, you know, for John and James Belushi. Anyway, uh, after Chini's verbal dismantling of TV survival legend Burr Grylls last week, I got to thinking about animal names for people. 
Oh, yeah. So, veteran gamers, if you had to change your first name to that of, the, that of an animal, bird, or insect, what would you change it to? I would have to go for Tiger Sains. Tiger Sains. Um, it's a good question. What would I want to change my name to if it were an animal name? Because my favorite animal is the pika. It's this cute little tiny rodent that lives in the mountains. But I don't think pika Piotrowski. I mean, that's not bad. It's just not. That's not bad. It doesn't it's not sound terrible. cool. Um, mm-hmm. Asp. That's a cool name. Asp. Big <laughs> close to uh-huh. Asp, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah, it is very close to Asp. Adder. Snakes Adder. are cool. Uh, Slytherin. I don't know. Slytherin? That's a bloody Harry Potter. What are you I know, talking but I'm thinking of snake names. That's Slytherin. It's based an animal, on a snake. Is it? Yeah, but it sounds like a snake. God damn it. It does, but it's not an animal. <sighs> You're right. God damn it. You want me to play it again? Name. Here, it's I'll play the sound like clip again. You are does. technically correct. The best kind no. of correct. Which which bit of if you had to change your first Oh, for God's sake, why don't you just say what insect? animal you want to choose instead of nitpicking all the time? <laughs> God. Chini, uh, what would you go to? What would you go with? Uh, I don't know, because my last name's Chin, so it's always going to be shit. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Gecko. Call me Gecko. Gecko's a cool word. There you go. Gecko Piotrowski. There it is. I like it. It works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ginny, Ginny, what are you, what are you uh, going? I don't know. Look, panda He's deflecting. Chin. Panda chin. Panda yeah. chin. That's good. That works. Yeah, panda chin. Uh, well, I'd go for bush baby fowler. <laughs> that's what I'd go for. Wow. Yeah, I quite like bush babies though. They're cute. If you see one of these things, they're very cute. They've got big eyes. They've got big massive eyes like saucers. I think they look weird. Yeah, exactly. That's why I'd go for it because I look a bit weird. So it's you all do good. Look a bit weird. I do. You are, you are a bit weird looking. Uh, finally, I started... Like a freak, like a weird freak. <laughs> I am a weird freak. Uh, finally, I started... Like, I always describe you like a, a fully-sized dwarf. That's it. That's what I am. Uh, we will finish this email eventually. Uh, finally, I started... Like a real, just like a dwarf that made yeah, yeah. it. Do you know what I mean? Like, congratulations. I am, I, am, I did. He's got little legs. he got little dwarfy legs. Look, just because you're six foot four, everybody looks like a dwarf. That's true. Uh, finally, I started watching the new series of Doctor Who yesterday, oh, where yeah. the Doctor has now regenerated as a woman. Yeah, she's a woman now. Yeah. She's a woman. After spending the last 55 years as a TV man, I'll be a beautiful a No, no, no. No, no, not a... God damn it. Once again, people have no imagination. He's an interdimensional time lord. I can imagine him going throughout the universe and moving through history, but I can't imagine him having a Y chromosome. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't help that he's called a time lord, does it? As opposed to what? Time person. Mm. <sighs> Or maybe we don't a need to think always in terms of gender. Name, doesn't he? You know, it's like, I don't, look, I have no issues. I think she's really good as a doctor. So it doesn't Great. bother me then at all. Let's just move on. Anyway. I think a bit of, Doctor Who is shit. <laughs> <laughs> a bit of a gimmick, I thought, but it was fairly entertaining nonsense. Stu loves, loves a gimmick. Look, they, look this, this is Derek, not me. This is Derek. You love a gimmick. So, can you think of any other characters, real or fictional, who might benefit from a gender switch? Here are three uh, I came up with after at least 60 seconds of consideration. Go ahead. 
Uh, kill off Daniel Craig at the start of the next James Bond movie and bring in Bond, Jane Bond, Agent 008 for the rest of the story. Sure, why not? That's fine. Uh, the president of the USA, although any sort of change that the current president would probably be a welcome. Zing! Got that right. There you go. Uh, protagonists in all future weird and shit JRPGs and Yakuza games where you can make your character male, female, transgender, or ladyboy. I'm always shocked that they um, they haven't had a female GTA character. Yeah, I agree. That would be good. I'm always like interested at what that would look like. This is why uh, Bethesda's better than Rockstar. First. <laughs> mm. You know, Assassin's Creed, I've never had... Yeah, they have. They did Liberation. That was a woman. Yeah. Uh, oh, let's put it on the, 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 the Assassin's Creed that no one would play. On yeah, the, on exactly. The I bought it. I just haven't up. played it. Um, you know, and and they do have, on Syndicate and the new one, Odyssey, you can choose. Yeah. But they never go all, like, hard into it, do they? Right, right. They always, it's always, uh, like, I, a, I play, as, is it Emily in Syndicate? Yeah, yeah, but it's there's always the I choice. I play nearly always as her. Yeah, but, but like it's always they the don't choice. make you play they, as a woman. They never go right. We're gonna go all in on this female yeah. character. That's um, because they don't want to alienate the the fragile boys who are like, hey, want to be a girl? Yeah. But every but then, girl ever, forever has had to play as male protagonist. But then the Tomb Raider's fine. Right. Well, it's because she got it. big boobs, man. Yeah. She, she did. She, she does not mean a new one. Yeah, but I mean, you know, it's like boobs. <laughs> you see Big Mouth? Uh, but, uh, no. no, but I've it's heard the good. second series is very good. It's a pretty funny show. I like it. Yeah, I've watched the first series. John Mulaney is awesome. Nick Kroll is great. And the woman who plays Missy, which I didn't realize until I watched the video recap of the first season, uh, is Mona Lisa, uh, whatever her name, Raphael on uh, Parks and Rec. The worst! <laughs> Brilliant. Yep. Uh, I've just realised in the chat that Corzan told me what my PS4 name yeah, was. Yeah, which is what I said it was. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Well, we don't listen to either of uh, you, so thanks. We've got some people in the chat. I'll just quickly share them out. Darren, uh, Antonio, uh, Corzan, Soul Brother, Muffa, 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 Motherfucker. Um, yeah, pay to win. Those people. Hello. There you go. Welcome. There you go. Anyway, we have got more emails, so we better move on. I go guess. ahead, move on with it. I guess so. I guess so. Uh, yes, the next ones are from Robert Owen. Sweet. And he says this. Hi, hi guys. Hello. Hi guys. Hi guys. Hi. Great show last week. Thank uh, you. Was it? Was it? Oh, Robert. I had fun yes, making it. But, I mean, you know. Robert Owen. Uh, my apologies to Stu for pouncing on him at EGX. How could you? Didn't mean to freak him out. During our brief chat, I did notice he was looking around furtively. I just thought he was looking for Chitty stroke Chinna. It never crossed my mind that he was trying to make eye contact with EGX security to come <laughs> and rescue him. Sorry, mate. <laughs> it's uh, true. No, it's not it, true. It's the opposite no. way around. Usually you can't get rid of Stu. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, enjoy the uh, uh, well, you know, I have to be careful because you know, some weird. There's lots of weirdos about, isn't there? Let's be honest. Well, I'm not yeah. saying that Rob's a weirdo. Somebody certainly says, says like, I listen to the podcast. They're then they're one of my family. Then you know what I mean? They're right? they're in. Right? They're, love. That's then blood family. They're a brother or a sister. Then yeah. it doesn't matter. Or gender non-binary. They're a brother from another mother. 
Exactly. Anyway, he says, enjoyed last week's reference to Macbeth. Shame Duke gave up on Blackadder all those years ago after mm. watching the terrible first season. Attached is a clip from the third season that would fit right in alongside Duke Simpson's sound clip. Enjoy. Being but a mere sent- butler, you will not know the great theatre tradition that one does never speak the name of the Scottish play. What, Macbeth? Ah! Hot potato off the stores, but will make amends. Ah! <laughs> Lord, you mean you have to do that every time I say Macbeth? <laughs> Will you please stop saying that? Halfway through. Always call it the Scottish play. So you want me to say the Scottish play? Yes! Rather than Macbeth. <laughs> say, what is all this hullabaloo, all this shouting and screaming and yelling blue murder? Why, it's like that play we saw the other day. What was it called? Uh... Macbeth, sir? <laughs> no, 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 no. It was, it was called Julius Caesar. Oh, yes, of course. Julius Caesar. Not Macbeth. Your Honor, if you take away our right to copy uh, entertainment, where are we going to get our ideas from? As they said on mm-hmm. The Simpsons. Uh, Blackout is a great show. You should watch Blackout. I should. Blackout was great. Yeah, second season onwards were great. Have you ever watched Alan Partridge, Duke? Nope. Oh, oh my God. So funny. Oh, my God. Yeah, oh, my you God. would love Alan Partridge. I'm so jealous of you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, because uh, then I wish I could delete my memory and watch it again. It's so fucking great. Uh, uh, I think you'd like Alan Partridge. All right. Yeah, I'll check it definitely out. you would. It's called I'm uh, Alan Partridge. Anyway, have a great show again this week. Bye for now. Toodle pip. Wishy washy Rob. You Rob. Next I time I want you to um to punch Stuart in the face. That's not very nice. Why would you want to do that? He was a nice man. Leap on him and lick him. He was a nice man, yeah, leap my lord. Lick Stuart in what? the face. Lick Why? Him. It's just it'd be funny. Ah, it'd be funny. Mm. I don't know. Notice Robert didn't say a lot of me. Well, he didn't meet you, did he? Maybe you saw me and went... Oh. I think that was on. That was potentially Friday when you weren't even there. Oh. Well, you could have stayed another day or waited outside. No. It's selfish, isn't it? Yeah, probably. Right, let's move on. Last email. Here we go. Here we go. It's from Lewis. Lewis, Lewis. Lewis. And he says this. Hello, veterans. Hello. Hope you're all well. Well, 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 well. This week, I got a trial for Game Pass to play Forza on WoW. This game is very good. Good, 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 good. Strangely, though. Yes? Hello? Yeah? Stu, you keep cutting Fantastic out. Fantastic game. You keep cutting Stu, you out, cut Stu. You cut out, Stu. Cut what? it out. Go from Strangely again. Okay. Take uh, two. Strangely, though, that's not what I've played most. I've been playing Bomber Crew, the and that is a fantastic that? game. Fucking Bomber Crew? Sounds like a poor man's bomber man. I think it's a game you may like, any of you. And I liked it that much on the Game Pass trial, I bought it on my Switch. It is so much fun, and I hope you try it out. It's my birthday soon, so I'm very excited for that. Happy Plus, birthday. Ha- yeah, happy, happy birthday, birthday soon. <laughs> Plus there's half term, so that's exciting. It was me who came into Stud Stream on Detroit Become Human. Oh, Stu Stream on Detro- Detroit Become Human. Stud I played stream. it at my mate Charlie's house, and it seems good. So now for the big question. What is your favorite genre of video games? 
Okay, so open world role playing games. Bomber crew is um, a mix between like a flying war World War Two game and Overcooked. Mm, interesting. Ah, that doesn't sound interesting. By the sounds of it, and, it, and it, maybe not Overcooked. Maybe because it doesn't look co-op, but you have to move the characters around the plane. I see. Maybe a bit of XCOM in there as well, because you've got a crew and they've got names and mm, you've got a pilot. Interesting. I'm not quite sure what game that is. Maybe Lewis could email us next week and tell us. Yeah, let us know. Explain more about this game that we've never played and tell us what it's all about. So what's your favourite genre of games? Duke, what did did you say? Open world role-playing games. Open world role-playing games. And elegant puzzle games. Elegant puzzle games. Stuart? Uh, probably action, well, action games, I guess, action adventure, and possibly sort of walking simulators, I suppose. Mm-hmm. And uh, weird my, shit. Mine would be, uh, I like third-person action games, like Uncharted and Tomb Raider and things GTA. like that. Uh, I like open-world games. I like my games to be games, like Spider-Man, you know. Um, I, I do like some role-playing games like Mass Effect and Fallout. There you go. Yeah, um, and I'm, I do like the odd role-playing game as well. Open world, third person, do shit. Red Dead, GTA, Spider-Man. There you go. There's an answer to your question. Now leave us alone. That's it. And that's it. That's it. All the emails are done. We're done. Just do some shout-outs and get the hell out of here. Yeah, why not? We're almost done. Why Where is it? Not. Where's the thing? Oh, yeah, there it is. It's time for a shout-out. Hey! 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 I'll go first. Right, gonna, I will shout-out. No, I'm out. going first. All I'm right, going you first. go first, you loud ass. <laughs> it says you. Yeah, That's I know. Rich. That's the joke. Yeah, I'll get you. Uh, go on, then. You go first. <laughs> wow. I will shout-out uh, Bethesda, because I made Skyrim, and it's awesome. I will shout-out Antonio, because we're going to play some Rocket League, I guess, maybe, at some point, eventually. Uh-huh. I will shout-out Corazan for being in the chat, and everybody else who's in the chat, and I don't know exactly who it is, but I appreciate you being there. And I will shout-out Stu and Chinny, because I like doing this show every week, and so I'm glad you're here and you have me on. Oh, we don't have you. Well, this is the weirdest thing when you say that. Have me on. You're on because you're on. Well, I I like doing on. this show every week. How's that? Thank you for doing yeah, the show with me better. every week. Much better. Uh, well, I'm going to shout out Josh, of course, who has made the cool EGX video. Oh, yeah. yeah Super cool. Great. Yeah, that was great. Very. I should have shouted him out, too. Fantastic. Yeah, it's very, very good. Great editing. Great cuts. Great. Features us a lot, got to say. Features you a lot. Features me a lot. I have no idea why, but I'm on it a lot. Uh, But that's all right. I'm not complaining. Yeah. yeah. I think you just saw you as a good source of material. Uh, Yeah, I did pull some weird faces, it's fair to say. So, yeah. Yeah. So, so we're going to shout out Joshy. Obviously, going to shout out you guys, obviously, every week because it's so good. People who listen. And I'm going to shout out Vince Gilligan because, uh, yeah, I've got to say it. Better Call Saul is getting good. I watched the first good. episode of season four today. I oh, you! Finished. I didn't realize you'd been watching it. I haven't even huh. finished season one. I started one. today. No, no, I didn't realize you'd watched up to season three. I've talked about it to you before. Have you? God, it shows mm-hmm. how my, my, bad my memory is. I'm getting old. I'm getting old, but... We just finished watching Making a Murderer. Oh, so good. That was so pretty good. Good. 
Uh, and every time I watch it, I go, that's where Duke lives. Yeah, welcome Duke to Wisconsin. Lives. So how far are you from, like, all that stuff? Oh, it's probably like an hour, two hours. What, like the, the Amory lot and all that? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, presumably I could go see it if I really wanted to, but I don't really care that much. Do you have a, Have you watched that show? Yeah, yeah, it's good. I thought it was well done. But the problem is, of course, that there's problems like that in every police force in the country. Like, it's not unique to that area. No. It's more of a systematic problem, but whatever. Do you, what, what's your opinions on, on the whole thing and Stephen Avery? I was just I was curious to see what you think, seeing as um, you, you know, well, I, way Yeah, there's a lot of disturbing evidence that he did the second thing. But I think that the fact that he clearly was not guilty of the first thing. And he, they totally steamrolled Brandon. Which is the real yeah. tragedy of it? Is he yeah. been released yet? Because he was. Yeah, they, they I think let he's him out. out I'm they? pretty sure he's out. Yeah, they were like, nah, we'll keep you for a bit longer. Yeah, I mean that's the thing is that like I'm actually oh this is a good thing for me to shout out Serial the podcast. Have y'all ever listened to that? Yeah, uh, I season three. Season three's awesome. The first season was oh, good. It was about this guy named Adnan, and there was this case oh, yeah. that it was very interesting. It's kind of like making of a murderer, where it's like hard to tell, and in the meantime, they're going to sort of show some things about the justice system as you go. Serial Second season, season wasn't as good, was it? What's it was that? A bit of that bow chap. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In season two, they went in a different direction, and they were looking at this guy who wandered off. I thought it was very interesting. I'm really interested in his case, but at the end of the day, I think he's just kind of dumb. So I mean, whatever. I think I think it's Bo Bergdahl, wasn't it? Yeah. I think to be honest, I think the issue there is is more psychological about. Yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So he, he wasn't happy in serving, you know, serving in the army, right. and he 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 was so desperate that he would rather walk away. Well, and he than, thought that he was going to be able to get his higher ups to pay attention to the bad situation if he well, you know, took this that, drastic though. action. Well, I even if you I don't, like the point is, I think that that's. I think it, it, had, it was an interesting enough story to sustain it for like three or four episodes, but the fact that it yeah. went for such a long time, I don't think it worked as yeah, well as the first right. season. But well, the third I, I season, he, he, he's Go saying ahead. he's saying the whole like, oh, I wanted, I did it to tr- attract attention to it. Yeah, I was like, well. Like I think you're saying that in in post, you know what I mean? I think you left because you 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 had enough, perhaps, and then you you're sort of saying it to justify what you did. Maybe so I mean I who knows? It. It's hard to tell. But anyway, um, the third season is fascinating because they're they're just going to Cleveland, Ohio, and just following a bunch of different cases around to see how the justice system works on a day to day basis. And I find that both fascinating and really important because we tend to get fixated on these extraordinary cases like OJ or the making of a murder case or whatever. But most cases aren't like that most cases are much more straightforward and they don't have any of that like you know ill intent well he you know mark Furman maybe planted the glove because he was obviously a racist scumbag but oj simpson almost obviously did it you know and in most cases it's a much more gray area and much more difficult but important you know it's equally important to look at how you know quote-unquote ordinary cases happen and i think they're doing a good job with that in this third season of serial so if anybody hasn't listened check it you out do, do you listen to a podcast called criminal Mm-mm. Criminal so. is a, every episode is a different crime. Oh, interesting. And it's it's fantastic. I got so many podcasts it. right now; it's ridiculous. Like I can't keep up with all the ones I want to listen to. No, it's just it's it's there's so much good stuff out there. There's great things about podcasts; is they're so passive. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean? like sure. You can do them and do other things. Wash the so. dishes, yeah, while I'm driving. But that's the thing too: is that like my main downtime is when I'm driving. 
you know, I can wash mm. the dishes, but that's like 20 minutes, right? Brushing my teeth or whatever it is. But, you know, driving is the big one. And my driving is like 20 minutes. And on the way home from school, I often don't feel like listening to podcasts. I want to feel some music. I'm feeling that freedom. So mm. it's it can be tough for me. Especially. I do a lot of fuck. I always have to phone people yeah. in, in the car because well, I feel like. Oh, oh I, I thought don't. you were going to say you listen to podcasts while you're phoning people. No, no, no. I just, I, I, because I, I feel like it's the best time to ring them because it's like yeah, it's sure. dead time, isn't it? Right. It's like I'm, I'm stuck, right? So I've yeah. got to ring these people. So I always ring people in my car. But anyway, going back, anyway, going, fuck going this back shit. to to better call Saul. Um, yeah, you're not going to be disappointed, Ginny. It gets going pretty big. Yeah, I, I, I have to say about just my general. I mean, it's season four now, like, and I feel like the game, the the game, the the show doesn't sort of. Feel like it's been swinging. Do you know what I mean? Like it's had some decent moments, but I oh, it's a slow you, burn for sure. When you, you compare it to like Breaking Bad, you know, like it's it's just a different show. And, and but it, it's not. I'm well, not, it's not Breaking Bad, is it? That's the thing. No, it no. I just I'm just saying like it, the pacing you know, it's written and directed by, and it, it you know it's the same crew pretty much that make it. So you you kind of always compare it, and I, I understand that you can't follow Breaking Bad, but. But I always, I always feel with Better Call Saul that it's fantastic when I'm watching it, but I always forget a lot of it when I don't. Like, whereas with Breaking Bad, I, I, see, I remember quite a lot of it. With Better Call Saul, when it did the recap, I was like, oh my god, I forgot most of this stuff. Yeah, um, did all that happened in the first three seasons. Who yeah, did? I just forgot a lot of it. And it, but when I'm watching it, I love it. I, mean, it's, I, I think it's, it's, it's great. It's a great show. I just, uh, uh, yeah, I just struggle to remember what's happened in it. Um, but it's a much different show. It's it's a lot. It's a slower show. It's just, it's a it's a it's a show about law. Do you know what I mean? There's a lot of law in it, mm. um, which is very interesting. Very very well done. Uh, and uh, yeah, you know, and it's it, it it started well. The first episode of season four was a good. Oh yeah, it, it go it goes more Breaking Bad this season. Oh good. Good. I good, don't good. mean it so much as like Breaking Bad, but more feeling like obviously because there's a lot of stuff going on now with characters from the past shall we say yeah that's that's the other thing i don't like about it or the like future all the, should all i say the, characters all, from the future should we say all the, all the crew sort of comes together yeah you know what I mean? it's, it's it feels like, artificial hey. it feels like hey we can put this person in this moment yeah you know it's just i think people complained it about does. that being it, battlefront you know, battlefront 2 story mode it's like this character like Oh, here's Han Solo and oh, Luke yeah. Skywalker's over there, and like, yeah, they're all like just down the street. There, you know? there is a, there's a little bit of that, but I do feel it's done in a natural way, so it doesn't feel forced most of the time in Battle Call Saul. They do it in a good way, though. Yeah, it yeah. makes sense that they're there. You know what I mean? Rather than just like the first season, you know, for spoilers for the very first season of Battle Call Saul, but Tuco makes an appearance in either the first or second episode of the show. Yeah. But, but the problem with those characters are, you can't kill them. Yeah. Oh yeah. And you yeah, can't yeah, really you know get too far into their happen. story, even. But, you know. but, but, but what happens then is the characters that you don't know of, the ones that are new to Better Call Saul, they've got a target on them, right? So any yeah. character oh, yeah. so that that's not in better in in Breaking Bad that's new. It was like, well, there's a big target on this person's head. Well, they're the so ones that you care about more, aren't it, they? Because it, you don't it, it shows the people that can't die, so you know that. You know, you know, Gus can't die. You know, this, you know, because you know how they all die, right? So like, then they're they're untouchable. Doesn't matter. So you got no investment in them. You're never worried about them. 
You don't care, like if they, because you know they're gonna it, live. Do, but it does an interesting thing of filling in the backstory and what. I don't care most of the time. Yeah, I, I do. I find that really interesting to find but out like, what motivated. You know, I, sometimes some of it, but like I, I just find it they're relying a little bit too much on what we know about Breaking Bad, rather than like bringing in more characters that. That are more like most of the characters that are new to Battle Saw, I'm not really that invested in, and the ones the one that I did like, unfortunately, isn't around anymore. Right, so yeah, it's just that that's annoying. So here's an interesting question for you: How do you think you'd feel watching this had you never seen Breaking Bad? I think it'd be confusing, of course, because some people do watch this and have never watched Breaking Bad. I think it's well, weird. It's like most of it. Like you, you wouldn't get as much out of it. You wouldn't go, oh, that's that character because, you know, um, what was it? I watched, I watched uh, a very, very. This is going to be a big, big left turn, right? But you've got to stick with me, all right? Oh, okay. Yeah. I watched the absolutely fabulous movie today, right? Wow, that is oh, a left turn. Okay. <laughs> Bear with me, right? And the Abfab movie is, is is about fashion and it's about the, the fashion industry and models and stuff like that. And a lot of the, the people in the, it wasn't a very good movie, by the way, but a lot of people in the movie, like they have like these one liners. And I was saying to Tara, I was like, I think I'm supposed to know who that is. Do you know yeah, what I mean? I think that sure. that's the, like, I think that's the camera saying like, oh, this is a person that, yeah. you know, and, and, and Better Call Saul does a bit of that where it goes, hey, Remember the twins? Yeah, We're gonna keep sure. the camera on them for like five extra seconds that we should because right, right. it's the twins. And, and that's, somebody... that's the thing with like the Marvel movies. Like, there's so many things that I don't know about what's going on with those that I'm like, I kind of feel lost at this point. I'm I'm getting through those as well. Yeah, I'm on Doctor Strange now. I've watched Spider-Man, Guardians of the Galaxy two, Civil War. I'm I'm, I'm the Doctor Strange. I don't know. They're really dumb movies. <laughs> that's the reason I'm not even bothering they're with them. Fun, I don't think I'm no. going to get... They're fun. Yeah, that's fine. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're, they're fun and they're funny and the characters are fun. Do you know what I mean? And when they say little funny things to each other, they're fun, but they're dumb. Right. Do you know what I mean? You're just like, I don't know, someone's trying to explode something again. Great. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. We, we no, I think, I think you'll enjoy that, but the, yeah, I think we're done. Okay. Let's, let's just get the hell out of here. Yes, thanks for listening, shout everybody. Outs? Are we all done? Right. I don't know. I don't even know if Jimmy did it. Did you do him? Go ahead, Chinny. Do your shout outs. I'd like to shout out to Jesus. Someone say Jesus. Jesus, oh how I love you, how I love you, Jesus. Brilliant. The end. Uh.